Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans. What up? To those of you who are unaware, we took the past week off because of Veterans Day. And before then, the last time we had even recorded was like two weeks before then because I went to Vegas. So me and Fran have not seen each other in a couple of weeks. What is going on, my boy? Nothing much, man. Just working. Ain't yeah. unusual. Frigid temperatures outside. Yeah, the work is starting to pick up. Um, yeah. Holiday, tis the season. Yes. To be slinging them boxes. Yes. Uh, but I did try the chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Whoa! Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, nah, man. Hold up. You no. Nah. The floor is yours. I don't even know why you even had me let me go on that rant like that. Yeah. And waste your time, please. Um, I need a full review. The floor is yours. Take it away, please. Go. Yeah. So what happened was I was at work. Okay. Guy next to me, white guy I used to work with. Uh huh. Was like, you know, have you tried chicken sandwich? I was like, nah, I haven't tried it yet. And I was like, I might try to go on my break because you know I don't want to be caught up in this. Because when you the, drive the past it, the, the lines are like... Disgusting. You, the lines are like coming into the main street yeah, that you have yeah. to turn it, off it, of. It's, it's, it's offensive. Yeah. So, now, was he telling you this because he tried it? He hasn't tried it yet. Okay, okay, so, okay. I'm at work. Um, He texted me like, hey, man. Man, I'll take a bullet for that chicken sandwich. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, whoa. I was like, is that... Is, a that, bullet. This is a 40-year-old white guy. Wow. So, I'm like... No, nah, no. Nah, a bullet. A bullet. I was wow. like... Wow. I was like, hold up. That, yeah, that, that's a strong review. Yeah, I stopped what I was doing. I was like, I'm about to take my lunch break right now. Went. <laughs> took Immediately. About, yeah, it took about two minutes to get my sandwich. Two so minutes. It was quick. It was quick. It was a, it, the, it was a line inside, but it wasn't but like it was crazy flowing. long. Yeah, and it was like, you hear people, let me get two chicken sandwiches. Had you, did you see any uh, instances of, you know, chaos or anger? No, I mean, these, or, old, I went, these old white people in here mm, getting two chicken sandwiches and whatnot. So I don't even know if I've seen old white people plural in Popeyes before uh, right you know so like more than one yeah so it was like I go in there let me get the classic chicken sandwich get it it's in the same packaging that the, the Chick-fil-A sandwich comes in you said classic classic they have the classic and they have a spicy so it's just like they just use mayonnaise on the on the classic I think this, I think it's no I think it's uh, still some chicken. kind of special yeah sometimes they do with the, ch- the chicken, chicken is spicy. spicy yeah oh, okay Cut. okay just like when you get 
a meal from Popeyes, you get the you get the spicy. You don't right. have the, you got the, the spicy or mine. Yeah. Okay. Got so, it. Got um, you. Got you. I got the classic because I just want to be on the safe side. I yeah. didn't want to just get it and like. Plus, I'm at work. I don't want to. You don't want to get spicy. Yeah. Fuck my stomach. I gotta walk. to work. Yeah. Terrible combination. Yeah. So I got the classic. Get it, buns all glazed, mm, soft. That brioche. Yeah, you got look. It is something new, so I'm looking at it. I'm expecting. Yeah, you identify. You know, looking I, at I, it. You know, nice thick piece of chicken. Mm. They have like the little like flakes because it's you know it's, that that crispy that, skin yeah. that's not even part of the had, meat. Yep, had that. Oh. Had the ma- mayonnaise. I don't even know what to call it. Mayonnaise sauce mixed. Mm. In, I don't know what it is. It's delicious though. Got two pickles on the top. Got a pickle on the bottom. Mm. Um, took a bite. It's just like a you know you need a chicken drumstick, uh huh, but with no bone, but with no bone, and on some brioche. On some... That sounds it was pretty, delicious, yeah. man. Just that same taste of Damn, that signature man. taste of a Popeyes we eat Popeyes chicken yeah. that you can it's distinct from anything else. The herbs you... and spices they they got it all it's delicious. In wow, okay, I was hoping I was hoping that I would hear a review from somebody that would make me firm in my stance, but because I refuse. Yeah, but um, based on what you're just you just said. The hype, the hype is real. It's delicious, and that was the that was the classic. That was the you didn't even get the spice. You didn't even get the one that's got the streets going crazy. Right, I didn't get the spice. Wow, I got the classic. You probably saved yourself from. Now, what would you give out of ten? Give like eight, like an eight. Yeah. So that means the spicy might take it to the next the next level. Yeah. Um. Are you now? Are you? Do you feel some kind of? Do you think you'd go and get it again? I would get the spicy. Okay. Again, but I don't think I would. Be, it would be on your regular now as yeah, part of your like, dietary I'm, plan yeah, now. I don't think I would. Okay. Because yeah. um, my question would be, I have concerns about you getting the spicy because what if it really is crack like that? And now it it's not even a choice. It's just yeah. a part of your dietary because it's just that fire. Yeah. You know? Do you want to take that risk? Because it's like I'm try. for a 10 out of 10 sandwich, it, that's, that's you already had the 8 out of 10. Yeah. If you get the 10 out of 10, it's almost like you, you it's almost like you have to. Because yeah. you didn't even get the one that's got the streets going bananas. Right. I got you know? the classic joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have concerns, man, because I don't want you to go out like that. I don't want you to be like Pookie and I'm going to try it, but I don't know, man. It's like that and then them, them delicious ass fries. Yeah, they got the, the, the Cajun seasonings on them or something like that. Yeah, that, that, Popeye's, that Popeye's box with a chicken sandwich of that caliber in it, Yeah, that's a hard uh, Yeah, that's a hard. That's it a is hard delicious, though. That's I would tell you to, to go and try for yourselves. I mean, especially for you. You know, you got a different type of taste than I yeah. do. But that review you gave. Um, I think, I I don't know, man. I think if you go get the spicy, let me know if, before yeah. I try it. But uh-huh. it is good, though. I'm not it's even like, going to I got principles. I got morals, man. I get I, it, I, but after I that said, dude, after my my guy Mr. Al texted me, I was like, "Oh, and his go. name was Al, Mr. Al." Yeah. Man, that almost sounds like fate. Like, <laughs> almost like, it, like it's supposed to be me. Yeah, trying that sandwich, a white man. Yeah, a bullet. I'll take a bullet for that. A sandwich. Popeyes. Yeah. Wow, what a story. I yeah, mean, that, that's a, that's a, that's that's a tale as old as time. A white man go, went to Popeyes. Yeah. and said he would take a bullet for a chicken. I thought sandwich. about screenshotting the, the message. Yeah, and putting it up like. I mean, this this man is white (laughs) and and forty. Yes, a sandwich. Yeah, man. A bullet. Yeah. Wow, that's Ray review. (laughs) I will get on my conspiracy soapbox briefly, and it doesn't really matter because I could still potentially go get the sandwiches because you just gave such a Ray review. Yeah, man. I think you should try it. But Popeyes did take a step back for a couple of months Mm -hmm. because of you know crazy demand. Now that could have just been we want to make our stores nicer, we want to hire some more people or something like that. It also could have been, we are out of chicken. What didn't so, they like round of bread? Wasn't that part of it? 
Come on, man. That's look. I'm just saying. I'm not look, man. I'm not trying to turn you into me on the conspiracy Mm -hmm. tip. But run out of bread. (laughs) Come on, come on, fam. I mean, they were selling the sandwiches, but they just had bread. I I hear you, but you can get you can make bread in a day. Chicken takes a little longer. But I'm saying though, you you could at one point you could have. What I heard, you could have went and got the sandwich, but we ain't got no bread. You can have a sandwich. You can have a chicken. Popeyes is so ghetto. I forgot that they were doing <laughs> yeah. that when, when it was at its height. Like, yes. we got the we got <laughs> we got the breasts. We got the pickles. We just don't have any bread. We just don't have any brioche bun. So if you come in with the brioche bun, you give us the bun. We'll hook it up yeah. for you. That's so ghetto. That is so. I ghetto. remember that. I, I like, forgot what? that they were doing that. Yeah, I'll be damned if I pull up to a fast food restaurant with a uh, uh, a half a a half a dozen of buns and be like, hey man, hook me up. That's crazy. Um, wow, that that also that all that actually made me that took me further back. Like you, all the stuff you said about how good the sandwich was brought me closer to going to get it, and that that took me two steps back. Yeah. Like that ghetto ass <laughs> establishment. But um, uh, you know, shout out to Popeyes. I'm I'm. This is a. I'm sure this is a, a wave of um business that they were not expecting. Mm. Um, but I will say to people, look, man, chicken chickens don't grow overnight. Yeah, and they went away for some kind of reason. And now they got a bunch of chicken. You said you said you waited. It was a two minute wait. Yeah, it's quick. So they they got a lot of chicken now. Yeah, and they went away for a bit. And now all of a sudden they got all the chicken they need. Yeah, I look. took a bite of it. You know, I make sure I looked after I took the bite because you know you want to look at the inside of the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure it, it was all white. It's all white. Mm. Yeah, it's all mm. white. Mm. Yep. You know what else is white? Styrofoam. That's fine. It ain't taste like it. If it was styrofoam, it did a hell of a job behind it. <laughs> you put enough herbs and spices and some styrofoam, it'd be yeah. pretty damn good. You yeah. put it in, batter it up and fry yeah. it. Hey, Those mayonnaise-ish, whatever stuff, uh-huh. two pickles. Uh-huh. That's I'll all. turn that thing up. Hey, man, that's all I got to say on it, you know. Shout out to shout out to Popeye Chicken Sandwich. You, it, it sounds delicious. Yeah. And then Al, white 40-year-old yeah, Al, a bullet, that's that's a hard review. Yeah. That's that's stronger than any Yelp review for the sandwich that you could you could uh, yeah. possibly have. You you might have you might have you might attempt yeah. uh, attempt. I actually can't wait this episode to come out because not playful. For Al, yeah. For oh yeah, like yeah. Yo, shout out to you, man. <laughs> Chicken sandwich. Hey Al. Hey, a bullet, fam. <laughs> you got me ready to my guy. I'm ready to stop this right now and go get a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, damn. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna move on from the chicken from chicken sandwich. I mean, I've, we've done like that's the second chicken rant we've done. I've done. I don't. You know, you 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 hold your composure pretty strongly. Um, but that chicken and that them circumstances and the lines and all that type of stuff you know it's just it was chaotic and I'm glad they got it under control I hope anybody that they hired to handle the demand gets to keep their job if they still want it once the seems like the demand might be dying down a bit so let's hope that those people that they hired to handle all that demand get to keep their jobs you know um anyway we're gonna move on real quick uh there's a story that came out this month um there's been an update this past Friday uh a man named Rodney Reed he really blew up on the internet over the last couple of weeks he's a man from Texas he's been in prison for I don't know, maybe 20 years, maybe more than that, for a crime that a lot of people believe he didn't commit. Uh, activist Sean King has kind of been spearheading the, you know, getting the email chain going and signing the petition mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. And it was brought to my attention through an Instagram message. And you click the link and it comes up. Here's the story of Rodney Reed. Here's how Rodney Reed ended up in prison. Here's the woman that he killed. I don't remember her name right now. I'm sorry. But here's the woman that was killed. Here's how she died. And here's how Rodney Reed factors into that. Here's the facts of the case. Here's what was not permitted to be in in the trial when he was on trial. Here's the trial of his quote unquote peers. That was not a, a trial of his uh, a jury of his peers. And uh, here's the, another suspect who didn't get you know DNA tested. He was not brought into questioning. He was not a factor in any of the trial at all. Mm. And he was a police officer and he was her husband, yeah. which 
you've been doing true crime and reading true crime, watching true crime as long as you know we've been amateur true crime lovers. You know the the spouse is always suspect number one. Yeah. So the fact that they never even crossed his name off, you know you got you got to at least cross his name off. Yeah. Now I'm not saying Rodney Reed is innocent because. I'm not a lawyer and I haven't done all the research that can be done on this case. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is that the facts that were presented to me to be seen and uh, the story of this husband and his, you know, his shady past and how he ended up going to prison not long after the woman was killed. uh, That now that leads me to believe that there is some reasonable doubt Mm -hmm. about this case. So um, Rodney Reed this past Friday was given a stay of execution. He was set to die by lethal injection on November 20th. Texas is one of the only states that even still follows through with death penalties. There's people that are on death row that are just in other states that'll be on death row forever. Mm. But Texas, they'll still light you up, you know. For lack of a better term, they don't light you up anymore. They they give you lethal injection. But they will still take you out of here. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> as strong as I think I am mentally and emotionally, imagine being, you, you might die because you're innocent for something that you didn't do. Oh, for I, me, I yeah. always think like, I always think negative of everything for some for sure. reason. I'll be like, man, I, I'm not getting out of here, man. Yeah, <laughs> I hope to never, I hope to never find out, you yeah. know. But I like to think, as sad as it is, you get 20 years of your life taken away from you, and you know you didn't commit a crime, and you really got time to sit on it. By like year 10. All that anger and yeah. all that time. you you've 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 turned it into something else. Getting an education about trying to learn how to get yourself out of the situation, even if you never do. Mm. You know what you did wrong. You know you shouldn't have talked to the police. You know you should have done this. You know you should have done that. You learn the mistakes you made, so that if you ever get a chance to go before a jury again, because you know you're innocent. Yeah. This is in my mind. If I know I'm innocent, I'm training. I'm training mm-hmm. for the next however long it takes because I know my day is coming, even if it never comes. Because some people, they never came. Innocent people, don't get it twisted. Innocent people, I don't I don't even want to throw a number out because I don't have any statistics in front of me, but uh, plenty of innocent people have died on death row in this country. And they died being like, that 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 governor call is going to come in. They're going to say, don't don't flip the switch. Mm-hmm. I know. All I need is All I need is a retrial. That's all I need. I got all the information. I can make my case to a new jury Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be free. And they died. And that could have been Rodney Reed. If Chrissy Teigen and fucking, you know, whoever, John Legend, Ellen DeGeneres, whoever, you know, a lot of celebrities rallied behind this. If those people hadn't done that and got the awareness out there and got people, their fan bases and, you know, Sean King getting people to sign this petition and thousands and thousands and thousands of signatures. Mm -hmm. And if they hadn't put it in front of those legislators in Texas, that man would have died on Wednesday, bro. I'm not saying he's innocent because I don't know, but I'm saying he's not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. You look at the information that I've seen and you make up, you make it up for yourself. I shared it in the Facebook group. If you click on the link, just read it, mm-hmm. read the story. What makes more sense? You know, and, 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 and I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying he's innocent, but I'm saying he didn't get a fair trial. So he deserves a fair trial. And this stay of execution, which is not officially, I don't believe. I mean, it might be as of when this comes out. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, they're still waiting on the governor to sign off on it. He's likely to sign off on it because of just how much pressure and phone calls and all those things that have happened. But he could not sign it. Mm-hmm. He could not sign it, do nothing, whatever. I don't know. I'm sure he will, though. That is not the victory. That's great. He got a stay of execution for 120 days. And that within that 120 days... I want to hear that Rodney Reed got a reach. He's getting a retrial. Yeah. You know, 
This man deserves to plead his case in front of a new jury, you know, get a fair trial, bring in the husband mm. and bring him into questioning. Because, you know, worst case scenario, there's been a man who killed a woman who got away with doing that for however many years. And a, and a person sat in jail for committing the crime. So at the very least, you should want to solve it for that reason. If not just because there's a, a person sitting in jail who might not have done it, but because there's a killer still free. Mm. You know, so let's just tie these loose ends up. And from what I've read, I believe Rodney Reed, Rodney Reed is innocent. I'm not saying he is, but I believe Rodney Reed is innocent. So it's absolutely free Rodney Reed. I'm incredibly happy that he got a stay of execution. But it's nothing to, this is not a, won't he do it? You know, this is not a, oh, the Lord, God got it. This is not one of those moments because this man is still in prison. Yeah. You know, he's not going to die on Wednesday, but this man is still lost decades of his life. He's in his 50s. You know, so that means when you get up that up to that age, his mother is still alive, but you don't know how long she's going to be around. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want your mom to die and you're in prison and you're innocent. That's that's enough to make a person take their life. Yeah. Just one of those things is enough to make a person take their life. My mom died. I'm in prison and I'm innocent. My mom died and I'm in prison. Yeah. You might even be guilty, but my mom died and I couldn't go to the funeral. I'm out of here, man. You know, I'm, they let you go to the funeral. What happens? Not from what I know. Oh. There are circumstances where I've heard of people being able to get out and go, mm -hmm. but that's more rare than 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 it. It's more rare that it happens than it not. Like it more is more it's likely it's going to be a no. You know, all in in the movies, you might see like a dude show up in an orange yeah. jumpsuit with the chains yeah. on and two guards. I yeah. think that's more of a movie. Maybe that's thing. why I saw it. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened before, but it's not like, oh, your mom's dying. Well, then you know it's your mom dying. Excuse. We'll get you some chains and we'll take you to the funeral. Sure. It's a lot of things that should be done in prison that aren't. It should be a place for reform, and it's not. You come out worse, a worse criminal. You yeah. know, and you can't vote, and you're never allowed to be in society as a normal person yeah. again. Why am I even out here? Yeah, it's like, oh, I robbed a store, so now I can't vote, I can't get a job, I can't whatever. What do I do now? I'll rob people again. Yeah. Because that's the only thing I can do. So there's a lot of things prisons should do that they shouldn't, that they don't. Anyway, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too bummed out and we have moved the good vibes. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to get into a state of depression to where I can't talk about the fucked up shit that we talk about normally that's depressing. So I'm going to move on from that. And just Let's dive deep into it. No, I'm good. <laughs> Let's go even further, man. How, how would you, how would you feel if, how would you feel if this was a family member? If, no. Uh, so yes, um, you know, prayers to Rodney Reed. Um, you know, I'm hoping the best for that case. And I just hope the truth comes to light. That's all I'll say. Moving on from that. Fran. Yeah. yeah. Disney Plus. Yep. You subscribe to that? Yeah, man. I got it the first, the first day I woke up. I think it like dropped like twelve or something. I don't know. Yeah. I woke up next morning. It, dro it dropped like the Yeezys. Yeah, yeah. I woke up next morning, signed up, boom, boom, verified email, uh -huh. free trial. I don't know when the free trial ended because I was gonna get it. Anyway. You gonna pay for it regardless? So I was like, yeah. Got my. I was like a child. I got my profile mm -hmm. picture. I think I Black Panther is my profile. My, me too. <laughs> me too. Me yeah, too. Man, Immediately. Cool. Yeah, man. It was Wakanda. Cool. Yep. It was. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that uh application. That was a genius move by Disney mm -hmm. because what they did was, and I knew, I knew, I knew this was coming two years ago. Mm -hmm. I knew they were going to destroy everybody because yeah. what happened was Netflix had those Marvel shows, right? Mm -hmm. And they were putting out heat with some of them. Luke yeah. Cage got a little, it came out hot, it but it got right. a little whack in the it second was, season. Yeah, and the, um, but Daredevil was dope. A couple of them shows were dope. Some of them were eh, you know, but the ones that were dope were really dope. Yeah. Punisher is crazy. 
And then all of a sudden it was like, uh, yeah, we're canceling these shows. Yeah. And it was like It was like, what? Yeah. But Disney was like, the shows are canceled and we, we have no plans to do nothing yeah, sure. with them ever again. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, man, sure, yeah. But then the rumblings of, well, you know, Disney's coming out with like their Netflix. Yeah. And, and I was like, yep. come on, man. Let me those take, are gonna, let me take yeah, all well, these. Let me get that Thank back. They took their ball and went home. Yeah. That's the classic move. And I thought it was a strong move because Netflix is weak. Their weaknesses, they only got a couple of dope original shows. Yeah. And they don't have much of uh, just like the, NBC took the office back. Mm, didn't know that. Oh, that's, right, that's why it's not on there. They anymore. don't have Seinfeld. Mm. Like they don't have the, the Damn. Hulu took Always Sunny. Yep. So they don't have yep. the shit that you just watch every day. Yep. They got the shit Stranger Things, Orange is the New Black is over. So all of their shit that pe- keeps people coming drops like every six months. That's why I stopped watching Netflix. All the shit that re- that you watch is always not Sunday, on there. All of a sudden, I was like, why every am I Every day. Even... All that shit that you watch <laughs> every day, they don't have. They, mm. And all their original content is whack. I don't watch 13 Reasons Why. They had, they I had didn't all... watch you. Yeah. I'm not going to watch you too. Yeah, they had all the great, I'm about to go to sleep shows. Yes. <laughs> and that's money. This, yeah. is, this is streaming. Yeah. This is streaming world. The shit that you just put on Rick and Morty. Yep. Boom. I'm just... I'm on my switch, but yep. Rick and Morty is on. Yep. That's money. Yeah. You know? But Netflix is like, boom, okay, Stranger Things came in, came on, came out today. Everybody in the world is watching Stranger Things today. But tomorrow nobody's watching Netflix. Yeah. You know? Where with Hulu, it's like, man, they got This Is Us. All the shows that are on TV, because Hulu has live live sports yes, and live TV. Yep. That's why I cut the cord. Yep. Hulu has all of that shit. And it records. Yep. Now, what I will say is Hulu's original content is kind of whack. Like, mm-hmm. they don't got many shows that are like Hulu originals that are dope. Yeah. All their movies and shit, the Hulu original movies are kind of trash. But when I get on Hulu, I'm watching shows that are the TV shows. That's like on the right real, now. That, yes. Yeah. So they're bodying Netflix with that. Now, Netflix, like I said, it's almost like Netflix has like three juggernaut shows that for me, you can't fuck with. Mm-hmm. Like, Stranger Things, but they're almost. They're only going to do like one more season. Yeah. But that show, when it comes out, I don't give a fuck what's on. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of show. Mm-hmm. And three might even be strong. I don't even know if I can name another two, but they might be in there somewhere. But Stranger Things is the main one. Hulu's like, okay, we don't got Juggernauts, but we took 25% of Stra- Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yep. Rick and Morty, Seinfeld. So we don't got all the, we don't get all the money from that, but everybody's on, over here. Yeah. And now guess what? Disney got our back. Yeah. Disney's the big homie now. Marvel was like, Marvel was holding them up, and then it's just like. All they took all, they snatched all them shows and said, hey, deuces. Yeah. You know, like good. me. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but see, it's not deuces, man, because I would assume, like me, you are the Netflix tree. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got accounts on my shit that's just like panda pictures and shit. I'm like, who's that? Yeah. So I'm feeding people out here in the streets, you know? Mm -hmm. And reluctantly, I can't get rid of Netflix because Sierra's got a couple of shows that she likes to watch on Netflix, like Atypical and things like that. So I can't get rid of it. Um, But I would, I would, I'm not, there's nothing holding me to Netflix anymore. Yeah. I just kind of just, I'm like, oh, $17 came out of my account, whatever. I haven't gotten on Netflix in two days. That $17 hurts now for some reason because it used to be like $7. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One day I was like, what the fuck? What? What? Yo. 15 da- no they're bleeding they no. are hemorrhaging money because they're losing money because Disney's coming for that ass shit was $7 bro yeah they said oh that's competition now nah we, um, we need more money No, nah, well that's all that by the end <laughs> so but yeah man no as, as a Netflix tree that's gonna be it's gonna be a painful day for a lot of people when you press cancel on your shit yeah you gonna get some text from out of the woodwork like yeah. hey man what's uh, what, hey, what happened 
Steven? Yeah. I haven't seen you since uh, I worked at XYZ. Yeah. I haven't seen you in five years. I forgot you even had my account. Yep. Getting text messages from exes and shit. Why do you still have my uh, my Netflix uh, login? Yeah. I wilded out somebody changed my profile picture. Who the hell touched? Don't, don't be, don't like be, don't be, don't be don't don't touch my shit. Be getting personal on my shit. Yeah. I got on my Netflix one day. My mom, a guy she was dating had a profile. <laughs> I was like, no. I called her immediately. I was like, what the hell is this man doing with a, uh, a profile on he my Netflix? Profile. No, what happened was I was at his house and he couldn't remember his login. So I was like, okay, okay, yeah, all right. Nah. Well, go over there and press log out on my shit. You know how much shit you got to make profile? You got to go in there, pick what you like. Yeah. Pick a name, picture. They got to get the suggestions, he you know, to chilling. get your vibes. He was yeah, chilling. nah, nah. I'm sorry, sir. I don't know you like that. I need my shit back. <laughs> go, you go pay your own $17.99. You don't take somebody's... Log in and give it uh, to somebody else. He probably was mad too. That's the unwritten code. I would assume everybody's got that. That I thought I would think that's like co- rule number one in the unwritten uh, uh, sharing passwords rule. Is yeah. I gave it to you. It's not yours. Yeah. You can't be like, I I gave you Netflix and then you going around like, hey, yeah, I got Netflix. You want it? Yeah. It's not yours to give to somebody. You should be thankful you got mine. Oh, that shit got me. It had me hot. <laughs> Getting on there, I see it. Seeing some some profile, some man's name. <laughs> I pay the Netflix up in here. See, I can talk, talk to my mom like that now because I pay bills. You know, I, 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 I get it out now. Oh, okay. She come over here, leave a light switch on. Like, um, I'm sorry. Uh, do you pay bills in, in this house? Cut the light off. What are you doing? In the bathroom with the light on. Yeah. You can pee in the dark. <laughs> oh, I get it off now. Yeah, I get it off. Yeah, she doesn't pay you any mind. <laughs> Nobody pays me. <laughs> Nobody pays me any money. Um, yeah, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna, sorry, we're gonna talk about some fucked up shit. Um, I'm gonna leave you guys with I don't know who sings this song because I don't have it in front of me right now. But that, you know, as a matter of fact, no, 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 no. Scratch what I just said. Hold up. Hold the phone. I want to give a shout out to my boy, JJ, friend of the pod. He was on an episode and people complained that he was in the background, didn't have a, a mic. Um, mics ain't free. JJ, you know, friend of the pod. JJ recently got engaged a couple days ago. I want to give a shout out to JJ and, and his lovely fiance, Sade. Shout out to y'all. Bracket, uh, black and tan love is in style. Yeah, hotter than ever. Man. You know, Filipino and black people, you know, linking up for the culture. You know, making some little flack babies uh and, and, and you know so shout out to jj and sade jj pull over your car right now pop a bottle right now man this jagged edge let's get married uh i'm sorry meet me at the altar and when we come back we're gonna listen to we're gonna talk about some fucked up shit so stick around turn up jay turn up right now jay
All right, and we are back. Fran, it is my turn to go first this week. Uh, before I get into my story, I just want to briefly touch on the tragic news that actually led me to picking my affirmative murder this week. Um, some of you might have seen the story about Alexis Crawford. She's a young lady that uh, was attending Clark University in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, she was missing for about a week. So this is maybe two and a half weeks ago at this point. She had been missing for about a week. I mean, you really couldn't get on Twitter or Facebook without at least skimming by her picture and seeing, you know, the story. Um, tragically, her body was discovered. And it is. Um, it turns out that her roommate, her college roommate, Jordan Jones, and her boyfriend, Baron Brampton or some shit like that. A lot of alliteration in the names. Super nasty. Double B's, double J's. Super gross. Um, they uh, killed her. They killed Alexis Crawford and put her in some kind of Tupperware bin and and dropped her off in the woods. Uh, Jordan Jones had been uh, close with the family. She had gone to some, you know, some holiday events and things like that. And the family thought it was a little suspicious that Alexis was missing and Jordan wasn't like on the front lines with them looking and not sending messages or condolences mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm and you're my. She was real distant from them. So the family says they are they had suspected her. From the time she went missing, and it turns out they uh, said she wasn't like she uh, wasn't reaching out. Uh, wow, because Alexis I, had been missing for a week, and you know, well, what'd you hear? I heard that she was like posting in posting. Uh, well, it's different posting. than oh. hitting up the family. Oh, okay. She might have okay. been like my, you know, because again, yeah. we live in a gross time. She might have been like, oh, I miss my bitch. Where's my bitch? Oh man, where's my homegirl at? Mm-hmm. For the sympathies. You know, because that's the kind of gross time we live in and sociopathic time that we live in that a person is even that doesn't even shock me. Yeah, I believe that. I'm sure if you would have got on her Instagram, it would have been crying emojis and pictures of her friend. But the plot twist is Jordan Jones and her boyfriend killed Alexis. Allegedly, you know, I don't have the full details, but the reason I picked my affirmative murder, which I'll get to, is because apparently Jordan Jones's boyfriend raped Alexis Crawford. And she she filed oh, yeah. a she filed yeah. a report on Baron, and three days after she filed the report, she went and got a rape kit done and everything. Three days after she filed the report, Alexis and Jordan got in some kind of argument with each other in the dorm, and Baron choked her to death, mm. and they put her in some kind of bin and took her out into the woods and dumped her out there. And then for a week, while people on the the campus all over the country are looking for this girl, they said nothing. And they knew she was just dumped off in the wood in the woods somewhere. So what I'll say is, people only show you what they want you to see. Yeah. She thought this was her homegirl. You know, she trusted this person. They were roommates, and that person stabbed her in the back. Not literally, but the result was the same. Her life was taken because of the actions of this girl and her boyfriend, both with gross names, double B. Don't name your kids shit with. Two fucking of the same letter in the front and the back. It's gross. <laughs> you know? Shame on those people. Prayers to Alexis Crawford's family. Um, and that's all I got to say on that. But when I read that story, I, I I wanted to just... Those kind of stories of the person closest to you t- turning your back on you mm-hmm. or, or turning their back on you, it's something... It's just... It's tragic. So this isn't exactly like that, but it's in that same vein. Mm-hmm. So my affirmative murder this week is the story of uh, Krista Pike um, and, you know, her, her, uh, the part she took in a murder of a young lady. So, like I said, the Alexis Crawford story really kind of 
drew me to doing this story. So uh, Krista Pike was born on March 10th, 1976, and she is the youngest woman to be sentenced to death in the United States during the post-Furman period. So the post the post-Furman period is basically so in the 1970s, there was this guy, his name was Furman. I think it was his last name. He robbed a house, right? He robbed a house and on the way out, he tripped and fell mm. and his gun went off and he killed somebody. He went to prison. I mean, he went to court, went to trial and they sentenced him to death for that. They took the case to the Supreme Court, whoever, his judge or who, I mean, his lawyer, whoever, they took the case to the Supreme Court and the court ruled that that is too open of a guideline or too open of a that's basically that's a bullshit. That's a bogus reason to sentence somebody to death. Mm. It was an accident, and you need to the 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 what qualifies for the death penalty needs to be readjusted. Mm. So they readjusted the guidelines of what is uh, reasonable for the death penalty in the 1970s because this case of this guy who tripped and fell while he was committing a robbery and shot his his gun went off and it killed somebody. Mm. So because of that, it's called the post-Furman era because okay. it's like Furman versus whatever. You know, one of those kind of statutes? Yeah. This Furman versus what is post-Furman era yeah. because this guy, which is nuts. I'm not saying you should rob people, but if you, you know what I mean? Like you trip and you fall and the gun goes off. Give me, give me, give me, give me 25 to life. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I'll probably still be mad about that. But death, it was an accident. Yeah. You know, I'm, and again, I'm not, I don't he didn't s- kill anybody. No, it killed somebody. Oh shit! But it wasn't like, give me the money, and then he shot him. They he shot somebody in the head. Yeah, he was running. It was a robbery. It was an armed robbery. Yeah, and he fell, and the gun went off, and somebody died. How the hell he didn't shoot himself? <sighs> that know. is nuts. Oh, just that kind of bad luck, you know. Now he shouldn't have been doing, committing the crime in the first place, but that's crazy to you know. I would imagine a lot of things. I'd have been pissed. Yeah, imagine how his family felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about me. Oh, you got shot? Yeah. Yeah, especially because you're on the other side of the room. Like, hey, man, look, just take whatever you want. It's not that serious. And he's like, cool. Oh, and he trips over a step or something. Who, who did it shoot? The person that worked at the store? I don't have all the details. Oh, I only know. I thought it was a random person. I'm like, no, that I'm, is some bullshit. No, it was a person like in, it was a it was a home robbery. So it was somebody in the home. That is even more bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Damn. Very much so. But like. I was just chilling. But, the, but uh, yeah, but you but you understand why that went to the, you know. A higher court, and they were like, "I yeah. mean, you can't get." I'm just talking penalty. about. I'm talking about the victim. Yeah, if you're the person dying out bleeding, it's like because a person tripped. That's that's nuts, dumb you know? bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy Furman or girl, I'm, I'm assuming it's a guy, but Furman because of Furman, the whole guidelines to the death penalty were rewritten. Yeah, and they changed. Yeah, the guy name from uh, OJ Simpson. Yeah, Mark Furman. Yeah, yeah, big racist. Mm-hmm. But OJ still killed those people. Both of those things are yeah. true. You know what I mean? Like that's. Look, shout out to Johnny Cochran. Before I finish, continue my affirmative murder. Shout out to Johnny Cochran because that's yeah. the biggest uh, magic trick ever. It's like, hey man, look, uh, we got evidence. He was in the town immediately. Got on the flight and and right after the murder took place, uh, it, we we got him dead to rights. Well, he's racist. Hey man, OJ's innocent. Yeah. What? He bodied that. And OJ <laughs> Simpson is on Twitter right now talking about. Man, my fantasy team, man. Uh, you know Patrick Mahomes. That's wow. crazy. OJ Simpson is on Twitter. It's wild. That every time I see him coming on my timeline, I'm like, yo, that man. That is a murderer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and every and every time you say something, you always you're looking for the like double entendre. Where he's like, man, I got killed in fantasy this week. You're like, oh, you're nasty. Yeah. I know. I know why you said that. Everything yeah. he says is like, man, I got murdered. Um, my feet are killing me. Everything yeah. is like that. Man, I I was on the. You green can't look and at him and not can't think- cut it. 
not so think that he's shit. a murderer. A big time murderer. I think he's so crazy because everything he does that he posts is about football. Yeah. I think he genuinely thinks. He didn't do it. No, I oh. think he genuinely thinks, well, I mean, clearly I'm entertaining as hell. They got to put me on Monday Night Football. For what? Like, he, I think he thinks he has a chance of getting a broadcaster's job. No. Like Phil Simms. Hell no. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine coming on Monday Night Football and like, hey there, it's uh, me, O.J. Simpson. Twitter and, uh, will be on fire that night. Carson Wentz throws a, tw- oh man, a bomb. Man, he cut that He cut that thing right in his, the, the same thing. A bunch yeah. of puns. <laughs> He's nasty, man. He's nasty. He's nasty. That's wild. But yeah, so, anyway, back to, that was a, that was a, that was a bit of a rant. Krista Pike is the youngest uh, woman, as I said, to be sentenced to death in the post-Fremen era. She was 20 years old when she was convicted for the torture and murder she committed at age 18. Mm, I thought you said it was eight. Like, no, that'd be crazy. That's like uh, that movie, The, the Orphan. Yeah. Uh, according to a Straits Times newspaper, which I'm not familiar with, I think it's a, a newspaper in Tennessee. Uh, it was an article that was published in, on April 22nd, 2001. Pike lived a troubled life and eventually dropped out of high school. She joined the Job Corps, which is a government program aimed at helping low-income youth by offering vocational training and career skills. Yeah, bad now, idea. Huh? Bad idea. What's a bad idea? Was Job Corps? Yeah. You didn't like Job Corps? You don't like I Job Corps? I didn't go to him. Oh, I, had, I had my brother. That's... My brother went to Job Corps. He didn't like it? No. He got in a fight. Big, well, that now, it's, it's a great idea in practice, but a lot of times what happens is all the kids that failed out of regular school go to... All the bad kids go to go to yeah, go drop yeah. But if you if you steer kids who are not just like give them some putting them we got to put these kids somewhere because we can't put them in jail yet yeah. Put them over here. That's a recipe for disaster. It's like um, fucking tools and shit around yeah. people doing dumb shit. But I think in practice the idea of this is a low income neighborhood. None mm-hmm. of these kids want to be bankers or you know go work at the stock market or anything like that. And the kids that do are going to show promise early. The yeah. kids that are nailing Algebra 2 and Trigonometry in the second grade, take them, put them in a fast track class, mm-hmm. and these other kids, give them practical skills, teach them how to read, teach them how to do basic math, and steer them in the direction of like, hey man, you can make $70,000 a year about to say, once a plumber. You sh- yeah, I am about to say, once you show the kids the end result. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, just giving them, I'm sure your brother was like, this was just the last was like, I don't know. Or maybe your brother was yeah. one of the ones that wanted to go to that, but all the other kids were... Well, we can't send y'all to jail, so y'all got to be here because yeah. y'all got y'all can't just be on the streets. Yeah, that's what Job Corps turned into. Yeah, but if you use it as get these kids early on and go, everything isn't about college. Not everybody's meant to go to college. You don't want to be a doctor. You want to open a business. You can just open the business. Going to business school, it doesn't. You don't have to go to business school. Mm-hmm. They sell business for dummies in Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, get a business book and just take the risk. Going to business for yourself is just all about the risk. You either you either succeed or you don't. Now having a business degree, you might know more than the guy who is just going into it for itself. But if he has a better idea than you, he's going to succeed yeah. more than you do. So you need to teach these kids that young, you know. So that's my that's my suggestion. So I think Job Corps is a great idea. Hmm. It wasn't a great idea. For these kids were more like the kids that your brother was in Job Corps. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So yes, I agree with you. And that in in actual in actual like results. It's probably a bad idea because yeah. it's just all the kids that are like I failed out of school. Yeah. So and then they move. You like you like actually live live at this place. Oh, it's like oh oh yeah yeah because that's yeah oh okay yeah because that is in my story. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah 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 because yeah yeah okay yeah, you, yeah so you know you got yeah. first hand from yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so you like putting them on a campus a bunch yeah. of a bunch of badass yeah a bunch of bad apples just 
no supervision a- after after four o'clock. They just like Rest fucking fucking in the dorms <laughs> and all nuts. And I know your brother, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, so Job Corps, uh, it's a government program aimed at, you know, your low-income people and giving them career skills. And uh, so uh, this young lady, Krista, attended the Job Corps program in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Pike, which is her last name, she fell for a young man named Tadaro. Terrible Shit. name. It's an absolutely terrible name. And you How do you spell he, it? Like, Tadaro. Tadaro? Tadaro. Like ta ta da real, R Y L. So you know he has something like you know they you know they call me ta da because you know I got that magic. Stick. His dad name must be like Daryl. You know it's like that. He's probably got a sister named Shadaryl or something. Like, you know <laughs> like you know the first time I met a Thomasina, I was I was mad for her because I knew her dad's name was Thomas, <laughs> and I was like in the sixth grade. I just knew I was like your dad named you yeah, Thomas. I used to work with a lady named Thomasina. Your dad named you Thomasina. Hilarious name. <laughs> It's like it's like a name where uh, in like in the nineties everybody you know if you need to sneak into somewhere to do dress up like a woman mm-hmm. and that's when you get stopped by some <laughs> you get stopped by some old security guard who uh, doesn't know you're a man is like hey what's going on sweet thing what's your name you're like uh Thomas Ina Thomas I'm Thomas Ina yeah. okay that that name sounds like a name that you it, people only say it when they're yelling. Like Thomasina, yeah. like out a window, yeah, yeah, because it's super ghetto. It's like a name that's meant to be screamed out yeah. of out of a, a, a window screen. Yep. Only time you say it, you just from you the, from yell the it. 17th floor. <laughs> Look at the fool's day. That the fool's done. Thomasina, yeah, come get a pork chop. <laughs> anyway, so uh, to Daryl, to Daryl Ship. So uh, so Krista fell for to Daryl to Daryl Ship, who was one year younger than her, and also in the uh, the Job Corps program. Yeah. Together they dabbled in occult and devil worship. Dabbled. And okay. Tadero is black, if you couldn't tell. Obviously. So, but so the devil worshiping thing caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah. What was his nickname? Tada. 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 Yeah. You know, he's doing devil worshiping shit, doing magic. He probably had like a deck of tarot cards. Mm. And that was probably his street name, Tada. And you know, he was like the weirdo dude in the hood that was like, yeah, man. You know, he wore like the Jenko, the chain pants. Mm. I don't know this for sure, but that's what I'm picturing. Like the dude who used to be on the DDR machine in yeah. the movie theaters with chain pants on. He was one of those dudes. The dude yeah. that's like the black dude who just walked out of Hot Topic. Had black hair, black fingernails. Black hair, but like it's he permed it and it's over <laughs> one eye. It's like red tips. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> it, he's. T- I, I imagine Tadaro is yeah. like that. You got like a lock around your neck. Yeah, something weird, like a choker on, but before chokers came back, it's like 2004, you got a choker on. Yeah, with the little net, the little yeah. net over oh, your yeah, hands. Yeah, net, net gloves. <laughs> yeah, that's Tadaro to me. That's Tada to me. Some kind of, you know, the hatchet <laughs> man, he got man. a hatchet man belt, like like the juggalo, oh, he got yeah, a hatchet yeah. man belt. Yep. I bought one of those, I had no idea what it was. I bought one of yeah, those, when I, t- one I of had those. a hatchet man belt, I had no idea I was repping juggalo culture at the time. <laughs> I was just like, yo, this belt is fly, when we used to take the, the shirt and flip it behind the belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, my, my, I got a little man yeah. with a with a, a, a knife in his in his hand. That's a hatchet. Yeah, that's a hatchet. That's like a hatchet man. That's dope. I'm flip that behind my shirt. Flip my shirt behind that belt. Yeah. Man, what a time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, Krista met Tadero and shit went downhill from there. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so they they you know dabbled in some devil worshiping and shit like that. Um, so you know, like I said, this actually meeting Tadero actually would eventually lead to Krista's downfall. Um. She went down a super dark path beyond even devil devil worshiping mm. because Pike became jealous of a fellow job corps student 
named Colleen Slimmer, who was 19 at the time. So they're all like, you know, 19, 19, 20. Colleen? Colleen? Colleen. You don't know Colleen? No. That's not, that's an, that's, that's way more common than yeah, Tadero. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so um, she thought Colleen was trying to push up on Tadero. So mm-hmm. again, this dude, this dude is, you know. Is he good No. He looks like his name's Tadero. Okay. Uh, so she, yeah, so she thought Slimmer was trying to steal her boyfriend at the time. Um, although her friends deny this claim that, you know, that Krista's making that, you know, Colleen was trying to steal her boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh, Krista Pike was set on a vendetta along with her friend Shadola Peterson <laughs> who was 18 <laughs> who, who was 18 years old Sh- uh, Shadola where is this taking place? N- uh, Knoxville, Tennessee okay uh, so everything has even more of like a southern twin like Shadola and Ladero it's all like that Krista <laughs> Colleen it's all like that um so yeah so she, she basically she's like this, this, you know this bitch is trying to take my man I got something for her yeah so um but all her all of Colleen's friends are like she did not like Tadero mm-hmm. that girl is crazy anyway so Pike and her friend Shadola they plan to lure uh um Colleen into an isolated abandoned steam plant close by on the University of Tennessee campus because that's where they did the, um, the Job Corps program. The plant was close enough to walk to, but deep in the woods, secluded and away from civilization. No one was likely to come up to them or hear screaming. On January 12, 1995, Pike, who is Krista, Ship, who is Tadero, and Peterson, who is Shadola, and Colleen signed out of the dormitory and proceeded to the woods where uh, Colleen was told they wanted to make peace by offering her some weed. So again, this is that whole. This is where this is where the Alexis Crawford situation comes into play for me because Colleen signed out like she, like she just thought she was gonna go hang out with some friends. Yeah, set up. Yeah, she didn't, but she didn't know. Mm. And you know, she's like, "Yeah, we got some weed." You know, I don't know what they were smoking in the in the in the nineties. It was probably mid. You know, we got yeah. some mid and we're gonna go smoke in the we're gonna go smoke in the woods and we wanna offer it to you as a peace treaty. And Colleen's like, okay, cool. I told you I wasn't trying to fuck Tadero. They must have figured that out. I'm gonna go out, whatever, make peace, smoke a little bit of swag, Reggie weed, and you know, we'll have a good time and laugh and whatever. Yeah. You know? Maybe we, murder we, you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's what the plan was yeah. that she wasn't aware of, sadly. Um before leaving Krista pocketed a box cutter and a small meat cleaver. Upon arrival at the secluded location, Krista Krista began accusing Colleen of trying to sleep with her boyfriend. So they're all out there. This is like a terrifying scenario too because it's like all three, all four of them are out there. They probably started off on some like ha-ha shit and then shit turned. It was like, so you tried to fuck Tadero? And Tadero's like right there. And he's like, yeah, you know you did. I, you, we went to the... It's that kind of situation. Yeah. Then, then fucking Shadola's there like, bitch, I know. It's all... there. She's on all sides. Everybody's saying... It's just them four? It's just them four out in the woods mm-hmm. by themselves. And Colleen's like trying to defend herself. Like, yeah, I, know I wasn't trying to fuck... Sh- I wasn't trying to fuck Ladero, uh, Tadero. And Krista's convinced of it. Shadola's Krista's friend. So she's riding with her. And Tadero's like, look, I got two girls fighting over me. Haha, <laughs> it's dope. Yeah. I'm Tadero. Ta-da. 
And Colleen's like, what the fuck is going on? I thought we were going to smoke some Reggie. And shit just continued to go sideways. It continued to escalate because she denied doing mm-hmm. this, which, yeah. again, her friends all assert. She's not here to speak for herself. Mm-hmm. So her friends all assert, like, she was not trying to fuck with Tadaryl. Yeah. And I, why would you? It's a stupid name. Now, and he's not dope. And he's ugly. Yeah, it's not like it's not like his name's Tadaryl, but he's fly. Yeah. You know, his name's Tadaryl, and he looks like his name's Tadaryl. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, like I said, um, so they're out in the woods, you know, stuff starts to escalate. They're getting into um, arguments and Colleen's trying to defend herself. And, you know, she's kind of being ganged up on verbally. And then, <clears throat> so when when Colleen continued to deny it, she was subsequently attacked by the other three. According to a later court testimony, for the next 30 minutes out in those woods, she was taunted beaten and slashed hundreds of times mm, with the meat the thing. with the meat cleaver and a box cutter she had a box cutter too oh man mm. i know that's in the tip oh my god oh oh so it's not even that sharp too mm, it's like just sharp enough so it's like it takes work yeah oh god mm. Mm. um yeah so they slashed her hundreds of times and they even went as far as to carve a pentagram into her chest while she was still alive the demonic type shit yes now the funny thing is you know, I'm always interested in shit like this, but so do you know what, where the pentagram comes from? Is that the, is that the circle? It's with the, the five star. It's the five point star. Oh no! So a pentagram is very much associated with you know demons and Satanism and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But originally, the pentagram was a Christian symbol because it represents the five injuries that Jesus took when he was crucified: two in the hands, two in the feet, and then he got yeah. a spear to the ribs. What is the one the Jewish people use? That's a six-point star. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know when... I'd love to know when it became devil. Because mm-hmm. it, it originally was... It was the Christian version of the Jewish six-point star. Yeah. And then at some point now, it's like the devil. It's purely the devil. It's always in blood on a floor in a movie. Yeah. A five-point star and a demon comes out of it. But originally it was... What am I thinking about them to circle? A What's the circle? circle with the guy in the middle of it? A circle with a guy in the middle of it? Are you talking about the Blair Witch Project picture? Is that like a medical... Maybe like a medical uh, thing. <laughs> it's like a circle and a guy got his arms out in the middle of it. Maybe that's like... Maybe I saw like some type of medical thing. Yeah, I don't Somebody know, know I don't what, know what that about. is. Are you talking Sorry. about the Jerry West logo from the NBA? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, it's it's just a star. Uh <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just that was just a little that was just a little side note. I'm interested in when that became uh, evil. Yeah. Um, but anyway, at the end of the torture, Pike, who was Krista, picked up a chunk of asphalt and smashed uh, Colleen's head with it again and again. Mm. And finally, after an hour of torture, she was dead. Pike reached down and fished out a piece of her skull from the gaping hole in her head mm. and put the blood-soaked fragment of the skull in her jacket pocket. I thought you were going to say she's going to eat it. No, but they're on some crazy shit like that, though. Yeah. She took a piece of a skull and put it in her pocket. Wow. Within 36 hours, they were arrested. The three of them. All three of them. Dang. Pike had been telling friends and showing the piece of skull off. And again, we've discussed this so many times in this this, this podcast, like, who are your friends? Yeah. Like whenever your stories up, yeah, I told, I called my friend. That story you did about the guy in Atlanta who was rich, and then he called his friend like, "Hey man, I need you to go clean out the van." Yeah. Who are your friends? Yeah. To be like, guess what? That's I different. guess she's a devil worshiper. That's different. Though. What the guy, the story? That's different. That's looking out for your homeboy yeah. as opposed to like bragging like, "Look at this yeah. piece of skull I have. Yeah. I killed that bitch." Right. 
That's nuts. Whoa, I would ass- hair on it. Yeah, that's yeah, braided. Yeah, I would assume somebody called the police. I, yeah, I, I, I have to assume that's how they got caught in the thirty six hours. Yeah, somebody that they told were like, oh, oh cool, Th- thanks for showing me that, and yeah. then went and sh- called the police immediately because mm-hmm. that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would like, I'm gonna call the police. Get that shit away from me now. I wouldn't say it to them because they got to hold it. They're holding a piece of skull in their hand. But that's supposed to mean. Daryl comes up from behind you and you know oh, attacks you. Yeah. yeah, you know, so you got to play it off like and now she oh, got two dope. pieces of skull. No, that's super dope. Yeah, now she's got a collection. She's like the bone collector. Yeah. Um. So you don't want to be that. You play it off like, oh, that's super dope. And then you go call the police when you leave. Yeah. That's, I'm not yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't ever, don't ever make the accusations right there in front of the killer. You go, no, man, I would never accuse. No, I know you didn't do that. And then you go outside, police, <laughs> hello? Yeah. Like in the car. Like when mm. you know, when you know they're not in the back seat, not even in the movies, they just go out on the porch. If they do it at all, they'll go right on the porch. But how do you show that to somebody though? I mean, like, you're what crazy. Do you, you're what do you like worshiper. pull up? You like pull up like uh, flipping it with your fingers and yeah. Like, What's that? Like, oh, is that a puzzle Just piece? Skull. No, I mean, I I mean, I guess the puzzle of her brain. Yeah. It's like whoa. Yeah. I was like what? Yeah, I killed her. Oh, that's super dope. I don't know what, <laughs> what kind of reaction you talking about. Yeah, like, <laughs> what kind of reaction did you want from that? Why? Who, what are you looking for from that? <laughs> who are you showing that to? To be like somebody's like. But again, she is a devil worshiper, so maybe all of her friends are also into devil worship shit like that and. They think that shit's dope. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so yes, they were arrested promptly within 36 hours. Pike had been telling friends and showing the piece off um, to people. And the police also looked at the log book because they had to sign out when they mm-hmm. leave the campus. They looked at the... And this is this is one of those things that's like small, but it's, like, it's pretty... It's I don't want to say it's smart on the detective's part, but it is. So they looked at the log book, saw four names signed out, but only three names signed back in. Mm. you know yeah which smart. you know so it's like all four of y'all left at the same time yeah but and all but three of y'all came back at the same time now four people could all leave at the same time they come back staggered maybe it doesn't look that crazy but all four of y'all clocked out at 10 and then three of y'all came back at one come on yeah you know so that's that was it was the the the, the word of her showing a piece of skull around on top of the log book is what made them prime suspects should have signed her name back in Fucked up. Mm, mm. And then that would have made it even more smart if they would have brought in like a like a person that reads um handwriting and then yeah. like that signature at the log, log out signature isn't the same as the log in signature. What Boom. if one of them go Hey I, hey man, I'm I'm left handed. I'm 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 ambidextrous. Oh well sign what's the name's name with your left hand, not your right hand. Mm. See that's when that's when you really get into the de- detective bag. Ain't nobody they, that smart. Yeah, they made it a little easy. They made it this was yeah. this was an easy catch, but somebody <laughs> could have not caught it of the yeah. login book. So yeah. that was big. Um so uh because of these because of this uh evidence, the police uh continued to question the trio and while they were doing that, Ship's room was searched. A satanic Bible and altar were found in Ship's room. Mm. A search of Pike's jacket turned up the piece of Colleen Slimmer's skull. Now, keep in mind, these people are fucking done. Yeah. Because this is 1995. The satanic panic is happening. The West Memphis Three had just took place in 1993. So uh, that dude, Damien Eccles, and th- those three guys who that those b- little boys went missing. And I can't, I think it might, this might even, that might have also been in Tennessee. I can't remember where the Memphis it's Memphis. Yeah, so, it's Memphis, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. So it took place, this took place in Memphis. This is Knoxville. So just two years before, fucking three 12 year old boys naked in a wood somewhere and they blamed it on rock and roll music and these three kids that listen to devil music and all this kind of stuff so the satanic panic is still at a height yeah then comes these three killed a girl in the woods 
The dude is black. There's two black people. I'm sorry. There's two black people involved. One white girl is involved. Another white girl is dead. And there's devil worshiping and, and, and pentagrams on the body. They don't have a defense. Wait, 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 wait. Two of them was white? No. Well, the victim, Colleen, was white. And oh, yeah. Okay. I'm like, her name was what? Krista's white. No, I was... I was King, I was. Yeah, no, you thought. Oh, you thought uh, Shadola was white. Yeah, I'm no, 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 Whoa, no, 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 no. what a twist. No, 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 no. That'd have been crazy. I look. I, I actually hope. I actually wish her name was that. And she no. was white. No. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah. So this is like the satanic panic is still very much alive. And then here comes these three people who carved a pentagram into a girl, and they found a devil a devil altar in the girl's room yeah. and a piece of her skull. So there's no, you're not going to get a fair, a fair trial. Not that you deserve one. But that had nothing to do with the satanic stuff though. What the, her the taking murder. the skull? Well, they carved a pentagram into her body. But I mean, they didn't kill her. They killed her. Because... Beca- they killed her because, okay. They, one of, they killed her because she was a uh, quote unquote trying to get with Tadero. Right. But what they did to her was very much satanic. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, the reason they brought her out into the woods may have been, I'm going to confront this issue. bitch about yeah. messing with my man. But we also... But what they did out there yeah. was very much demonic and evil and dark and crazy. Yeah. So, I agree with you. Yes, it was on some my man type shit mm-hmm. to get her out there. But what they did to her out there was nuts. And it was premeditated because she got a box cutter and a hatchet when she left. I don't think she was just like going to intimidate her with those things. So well, yeah, she was, one. This was premeditated. Yeah. She probably didn't even, they probably didn't mean to kill her. Probably just meant to beat the shit out of her. And... Well, once she, and then, and then was realized she wasn't going to be okay. So she picked up the rock and smashed her head to death. Or you just, I mean, it was like, man, we done, we too far now. It's like. I mean, and already crazy, but you go. Yeah, too I mean, far I could see that being the case, but I could also just as much see it being the case of, you know, this is a person we have a grudge with. Let's do some demonic shit to her tonight. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that is those things are both just as likely to me. Yeah, where they this was the person they had a reason to kill because of this Tadero thing, but we but can do we some we can do yeah. some demand we can do some demonic shit to her, and we have a reason to do it, or, or, um. This bitch was trying to talk to Tadero. We're out here fighting or whatever. We start beating her up. Now it's like, fuck it. Let's do some de- demonic shit to her. They're yeah. both equally as possible to me. Right. Um. So anyway. Um. So yeah, so they, they questioned Pike, but she insisted that she was only trying to scare Colleen. And it got out of hand, like you said. But the case against her was solid. And her trial for the murder and for the murder and the conspiracy to commit murder began on March 22nd, 1996. She cried throughout the proceedings, but the jury was not to be moved. She was found guilty on both counts after only two and a half hours of deliberation. Good. On March 30th, 1996, she was sentenced to death by electrocution on the murder charge. And on June 6th, 1996, she was given 25 years for conspiracy to commit murder. Mm. So she got death plus 25 years. Yeah. Uh, Ship was given a life sentence with the possibility of parole. I did not look in to see if he's been released. I don't think he has. It was 1995. It is possible, but I don't think it was. And uh, Shadola was sentenced to probation after pleading guilty to being an accessory after the fact. So, so Shadola's definitely out of prison. So she, she was, still just, alive, she was just there. Just 
she was just there backing up her friend yeah. and then shit got out of control I guess I, I guess they couldn't prove that she physically did anything to yeah. to Colleen yeah well she's a murderer too so whatever she's culpable for sure yeah I think she should have got more than um uh probation I think she should be still in I think it. she should still yeah. she should also have stopped it yeah very true there's people serving life in prison because they could have stopped something um who fault is that Oh, for sure. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. There's, there's precedence. Oh, okay. I'm saying there's precedence for people yeah. being in the same situation and they got life in prison. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Um, just a little bit of info on death penalty because this, this, the death penalty angle of this is very much in contention and you know a lot of stuff like that. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to give some facts and this story actually made me kind of more in favor of the death penalty or more in favor of the abolishment of the death penalty. Oh, I was a damn. Yeah. Um. So only 38 states in the United States have the death penalty currently. Mm-hmm. But the issue is is hotly debated all over the country. Advocates say it deters crime. Detractors say it is a racist system that targets blacks. Blacks make up 42% of those on death row, Whoa. in spite of only making up 12% of the U.S. population. Most often, a black person is given the death penalty when the crime involves the murder of a white person. Mm, yep. The death penalty is not... The death, the death penalty is or is not a deterrent to crime, depending on who interprets the, the statistics. When police chiefs were polled all over the U.S., only 1% said that the death penalty is an effective deterrent. So it's not making people second guess when they commit crimes. It's yeah. not doing that. So it really is just a revenge thing when you think about it. If it's not corrective, if it's not saying you're going to second guess killing somebody because you don't want to get the death penalty, then the only reason people are being put to death is you you deserve this. It's a vengeful thing. And it's supposed to be, that's why they took it from electrocution to lethal injection. It's supposed to be, you just, you just can't be around anymore. What you did is so egregious that you have to be put to death. It's the only sensible thing yeah. because we can't have people doing what you did and thinking it's okay. But if it's not doing that, then what is the point of it? If it's not making like if I go to if I get the death penalty for eating somebody and people still out here eating people, yeah. Then why did I get put to death? You know. So basically, that that's what those statistics are saying. And depending on who reads them, you could you know make an argument for or against. Mm-hmm. Um. So while women, oh I'm sorry, American judges do not like to sentence women to die. Also, so a, another reason that this, like I said, made me less for, um, for the death penalty is because there's implicit bias within the judging of the, of the crimes. So if you're a judge and you're like, that's a woman or that's a 13 year old kid or whatever, but, and you go, I'm not going to sentence them to death. But if statistically, uh, police officers and people in the, in the court, in the criminal justice system, see young black men as like three times older than they actually are see them as men, see them as a threat, then you're not, when you look at that kid that's standing there for, you know, accused of murder or whatever, and he murdered a white cop or he murdered a little kid or whatever, and it's just all accused. Mm -hmm. You're not going to treat him like how you say, how, you know, you know, a lot of judges are like, a lot of women don't get the death penalty. And it's because, it it doesn't have anything to do with the facts of the case a lot of the times. It's more like the judges, the judges, uh, Discretion. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to put a woman to death. So if those kind of things exist within it, and we saw what happened with the Brock Turner case where he fucking raped that girl behind a dumpster, but the judge is like, you you know, you had a bright, you have a bright future and you won't do well in prison. You have a swimming co- 
scholarships. Why is any of that being discussed at all? Yeah. You know? So if those kind of things exist, those implicit biases, but they aren't being applied to everybody that goes through the criminal justice system, then that's inherently racist and unfair. So that made me lean more towards this way. Because Colleen Ship is still on death row. It's unlikely that she'll ever be put to death. Because the, the state's pretty lax about the death penalty anyway, and she's a woman, and mm-hmm. they don't usually get get that final push to be put on the table and killed. And she's white. And, yeah, I mean, that could be a factor, too. Yes. Um, so, like I said, it's unlikely that Krista Pike will face, the, face an executioner. The state of Tennessee has put only two inmates to death since 1960, and both were men. Pike has years of appeals ahead of her, and... Uh, Miss Slimmer's family has, this was really, this was sad and um, actually kind of like terrifying in a spiritual way. Miss Slimmer's family has tried to have the skull released from the coroner's custody so that they can cremate it and scatter the ashes as they did with the rest of her body. But it is evidence. The skull will remain locked away until the appeals process has run its course. During this time, Pike will sit in her cell, stare at walls and wait. So uh, Colleen uh, is incomplete. A piece of her is still on this earthly plane. And if you're a spiritual person, I'm I'm very spiritual. I'm not very religious, but I, I believe in those kind of, you know, heebie-jeebie kind of things like that. You know, like her soul is still kind of trapped here mm. when I hear something like that. The piece of skull that from that terrible night that that woman took and pocketed and showed everybody is still physically here. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like her, her soul is not at rest. So I think that's pretty tragic, you know, um, prayers to Colleen's family. And uh, I hope that she finishes her appeals process soon mm. so they can turn over that evidence to her family and they can have the proper ceremony to send that piece of her off to the next plane of existence and, and really get those get those vibes off this plane. Because that kind of stuff can have people stuck here, man. Yeah. That's unfinished business, you know. So um, that was my affirmative murder. The story of Krista Pike and uh, Tadaro Ship. Mm-hmm. And a uh, um, young woman named Colleen uh, Slimmer. Colleen Slimmer. The murder mm. of Colleen Slimmer. Um, any questions? No. It's a good story. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's Fran's turn to tell you some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right. And we are back. Before we jump to Fran's affirmative murder, I want to give a quick shout out to my fiance, Sierra Fath getting her art thing on. She's currently... Let me ask you guys a question that are listening. Do you guys like art? Do you guys like uh, custom art? Then why don't you guys stop what you're doing right now, go on Facebook, look up Fast Art and Design, and if you would like a custom uh, painting done, or the Affirmative Murder logo, your favorite sports team, your favorite celebrity, hit up Sierra Fath and, you know, see what you guys can work out. She's currently uh, uh, away... I got the house to myself tonight, so you know I'm popping popcorn and watching all the Rick and Mortys and playing Pokemon on my on my Nintendo Switch. Um, she is currently doing an art show in Virginia. I will be going tomorrow to attend the uh, second date, and you know she's gonna sell a bunch of paintings and do it great. She's lovely and, and doing all her incredible art things and her, getting her creativity on. And you know you guys check out Fath Art and Design on Facebook if you guys want to get some custom art or just you know take a look at her gallery and you know just take some pictures and send her a like and all that kind of stuff. So shout out to you, Cease, and you know, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Fran, the floor is yours. Take it away. <clears throat> so my affirmative murder this week is about Donald Henry Gaskins. Have Donald? Yeah, Donald Henry Gaskins. Can't say I'm familiar. <clears throat> so Gaskins was born... <clears throat> make sure y'all can hear me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Gaskins was born on March 31st, 1933 mm. in Florence County, South Carolina. 
the last and string of illegitimate children. He was small for his age and immediately gained the nickname Pee Wee. Mm. As an adult, he was 5'2". As a, like a full-grown adult? Yep. He was, mm. he was 5'2 and weighed approximately 130 pounds. That's about you. Yeah. I mean, but you got about, I'm just six, you got about six, seven inches yeah. on that. 5'2", that's rough. 5'2", 130 pounds is yeah. a sixth grader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's cr- to be a full, a whole man. Yeah. 5'2". That's, that's, that's rough. Man. Yeah, man. Because you could be as buff and handsome as you want to be. Still but little. you just can't get, that's nothing you can do about that. You it's can like, look like Tom Cruise like, and women will just be like... Yeah, uh, it's like 5'5 five, five is like you barely pass. Yeah, you can slide by with that, but you got to be either super funny yeah. or really good at a sport. You got to have something going for you that is undeniable. Yeah. You can't just be average and be 5'5. Five, five. You got to be the funniest person in the room, yeah. like a Kevin Hart, or like a fucking, like a, an incredible, I don't know, what whatever sport 5'5 five, five people can do, like a jockey. Yeah. You got to nail something. You can't just be like average and not try. Or a basketball and, player. Just five, at 5'5? Five, five? Man, please. What? Spud Webb was like 5'5". Five, five. No, he wasn't. He was. He was like 5'. No, he wasn't 5'5". Five, five. Five. We don't have... We don't, Nate Robinson is like 5'5". Five, five. Nate Robinson is 5'8". Or 5'9". Oh. Which is how tall you are. If oh. he was 5'5", five, five, he would look like a baby out there. <laughs> Spud Webb was probably like 5'8". Earl Boykins maybe was like 5'5". Five, five. Muggsy Bowes was like 5'7". Five, 5'6". Five, something like that. Anyway... We do research on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is for our sports cast for our sports podcast Gaskin's early life was characterized by a great deal of neglect when he was just one year old Gaskins drank a bottle of kerosene kerosene? what'd I say? kerosene kerosene yeah I'm sorry yeah. kerosene kerosene is made from apple cores I you know that cause I made it up oh <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> kerosene okay so he drank some kerosene. kerosene yep which caused him to have convulsions until he was three years old oh god oh he drank it at- as like a baby? He was a kid. He was one year old. Oh, so he's like the kid from Set It Off. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. He just drank, he like drank some like um, 409 or something. Yeah. So his mother apparently took so little interest in him that the first time he learned his given name, which is Donald, was when he read, when he which which was when it was read out for him in his first, his first court appearance. As in that's like when an he first adult? Learned, that's when he first learned his name. So she just called him like you. Pee Wee. Oh, True. Yeah, <laughs> For a crime spree Gaskins committed along with a group of fellow delinquents, which included robberies, assault, and gang rape. Mm. Yep. Following his conviction f- for his role in the crime spree, Gaskins was sent to reform school. There, he was regular regularly raped by his fellow inmates. Oh my god. He's five two. Yeah, that's not much <laughs> that's not much you can do. It's man. not much to fight That's rough, man. That that would be a, such a deterrent for me to even commit crime because I would say to myself, if I go to prison, I mean, I don't have a shot, man. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to walk the straight and narrow. Yeah. I mean, you go. But to... he did gang rape people, so I I have a hard time feeling sympathy for him. Yeah. So. Um, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was. You said raped, de- regularly. Regularly raped oh, by his fellow inmates. After escaping from the school. He was somebody's bitch. Yeah. After escaping from the school, getting married and voluntarily returning to complete his sentence. He was released in 1951 at the age of 18. Damn! He did all this before he was even 18? Yeah. Jeez. So Gaskin briefly... So wait, so he was in prison being raped for all these terrible crimes he committed, Mm -hmm. escaped, got married, and then voluntarily went back and turned himself in because he, you know, wanted to complete his sentence or whatever? Wow. And then he, before he was 18. At the age of 18. Wow. What a life. (laughs) Living in the fast lane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Gaskin briefly, I mean, it doesn't end, though. 
Gaston briefly worked at um, on a tobacco plantation until his night until his 1953 arrest. After he attacked a teenager, a teenage girl with a hammer for an alleged insult. Oh, jeez. Probably called him short. Um, yeah, yeah, man. He's like the bagel boss. Remember yeah. that video of that guy, the bagel boss from a couple months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that. Yep. So Gaskins was sentenced to six years imprisonment at Central Correction Institution. After being raped and owned in prison. Owned? Yeah. This is twice. This is the second time. Jesus Christ. So he just, prison is not his friend. Nah. Wow, you shouldn't be go- You know, that's sad, After though. the first one, I'll be like... Yeah, maybe. but you know what's sad, though, is uh, also a combination of a ton of things, drinking kerosene and those kind of things. Yeah. But there was a moment in the in the Bagel Boss saga, as it started to die down, where I realized he couldn't help himself. You When you got such low self-esteem and on such uh, guard, because people have been making short jokes about you your whole life, mm. you'll snap. So when that girl insulted him, I bet... You're exactly right, and mm-hmm. she said something about him being little, little bitch, little man, something yeah. like that. And it's just, it's a switch. It, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not as much of a calculated thing as what the fuck did you, you know? It's like he snap, you mm-hmm. snap, because that's how Bagel Boss was. Yeah. But he, but then also what made it funny was he's little. Yeah. So as mad as you are, what happened in that video? He was at a bagel stand, and he thought the people behind the counter were making, were laughing at him. And so he wowed out on all of them, called them all kind of bitches and everything. And then the people behind him were like, hey, man, you know, like any person after the fifth time you call the person behind the counter a bitch, you're like, hey, man, look, get out. And he, what? What'd you say? Do something then, big man. And then the per- the person he was talking to didn't say anything because he was like six feet tall and was like, yeah, all right, whatever, man. I seen, I was- But then the guy behind him was like, hey, man, don't do that. Because he, he like bumped the guy that he was talking tough uh-huh. to. So a guy behind him was like, hey, man, you need to you need to cut it out. He's like, what are you going to do? You're going to hit me? Yes. And then he like threw him on the oh, ground. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he was mad because the guy put hands on him. and was like, you're making a whole scene in here. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they did. They showed a clip. They was watching a video, but you could hear it in the background. Uh-huh. It was about a guy who was short, and he went. To, he goes to this. I can't remember what the guy named. I think the dude was like a, he was a comedian. Uh-huh. And uh, it was a video shot where he goes to his 7-Eleven all the time. And the guy, the guy behind the counter asked him how tall he was. That's Bagel Boss. That him, and he that, asked him like where he country where he was from, and he was mad. Yeah, that, that's, that's Bagel oh. Boss. He's mad, he's angry as shit. He's just mad. So like, come here and get a coffee. And then he asked me how old I am. I want the I police mean, here. I, yeah. I want the police here right now. I want to make a report or something. I come in here and get a bagel every day. Yeah. This guy asked me how tall am I. So I said, what country are you from? Yeah, yep. He said, like, you don't like that, do you? You don't like that. <laughs> that's, that's the that's Bagel him? Boss. So that's what I this didn't guy. See that. I didn't. The only video I saw was the one that I just recently heard about that. Yeah. Video. No. So that guy has that same kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, after being raped and owned in prison, raped and owned. He earned Jeez. his fellow prisoners, his prisoners' respect by killing the most feared man in prison. You gotta. Yeah. Hazel. 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 Hazel <laughs> it could be Hazel Brazel. Nah, it's probably Hazel. And that's the scariest thing in all of all, cause that's the toughest dude. Yeah. So nobody laughs. Yeah. When they say, "Yo, Hazel's coming," nobody's like, "His name is Hazel." Yeah. They respect the shit. Somebody, somebody, when that dude was alive and running the prison, was like, "Hey, Hazel, man, here's that money that I owe you. Uh, here you go, sir." Yeah. Hazel. I mean, I, I guess that was his last option. I mean, I'm, I keep you got right. to I'm five I, you, two. I keep you, reading. You, you I gotta, gotta, gotta send the message. Yeah. You gotta send the message, man. Yep. It's only chance you got. Yep. One of the stand-ups I saw was the guy was he said if he was if he went to prison he would just shit on himself every day and just be that dude. But then it's like you probably get beat up for being the stinky nasty man. Yeah. But they won't rape you. 
So it's like, I mean, that's a, I mean, you don't get raped, but you, they're definitely going to like beat you up for not showering yeah. and being I mean, dirty and nasty. Like, think you're poisoned. I mean. Yeah. I, I'd rather get beat up probably. Would you? Yeah. I'd shit on myself all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, I'd shit all over myself. Oh, Rub man. it in. <laughs> yeah. So as a result, Gaskin received an extra three years in prison. For murder? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty lax. Yep. Jesus. Uh, but from that point on, he became the aggressor instead of the victim. Mm. He escaped from prison in 1955 by hiding in the back of a garbage truck and fled to Florida. He probably could have hid in like a um, bathroom trash can. Yeah. He could have hit him in pretty much suitcases. <laughs> 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 he hid in anything. Nobody knew anything he was there. Uh, so yeah, so he hid in a, a garbage truck and, f- and fled to Florida where he took employment with a travel a traveling carnival. I mean, I mean, he's not that short, man. All right, man. Let, that's disrespectful. I know he's making our couple little jokes, but five two is not that short. We got <laughs> we got a friend that's like five four. He couldn't be in the circus. <laughs> I mean, what what was he was he was he an act or he probably you know he did some flips or something or or just put on some suspenders and he's the he's the he's the trash talking little person like come on get well, in he's here the, like uh the ringleader yeah like that suit, you know so, yeah, he doesn't just, do any tricks but he just like he's just a small guy he's got a little small. high voice step right up come on yeah. <laughs> have you but ever got seen all a bearded those, woman all these them weird them weird you know shaped people yeah like he's a just a, he's just a he's just the person that introduces small you. guy yeah but, he, but you. his problem is that he's small yes that's his that's his condition yeah small but he's just like below average. This what I mean. He's not Vern Troyer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just so. a short guy. Yep. So yeah, he took employment with the traveling carnival. He was arrested and remanded to custody and paroled in August 1961. Damn, he got a shit. He got out. Yeah. This dude has got a lot of passes, man. Yeah. The 19, is this like 1950s? 1961. Nin- that's 19, pretty, yeah, but yeah. He's killed somebody, gang raped, yep. escaped from prison a couple of times. That's crazy. Yep. Following his release from prison, Gaskins re- Gaskins reverted to committing burglaries and fencing stolen property. Two years after his parole, he was arrested for the rape of a 12-year-old girl. Oh, God. But he, but he absconded while awaiting sentence. Mm. Gaskins was rearrested. Because he's so small, he can just slip out. He just keep getting away. He's so, but he, yeah, he's so little and crafty, he can just get in somebody's coat. He got like little wrists. Yeah. Just get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, chills, they're so tight. They like wiggle his wrist and the, the cuffs fall on the floor. Yeah. I got him. He just like jumps out of the window. Yeah. He's so small. Slide yeah. between the bars when they leave him in the cell. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah I mean, he, <laughs> he's perfectly crafty, you know? Jump in somebody's mug in the cup. And then just, really, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Gaskins was rearrested in Georgia and sentenced to eight years, in, eight years of imprisonment. Eight years for raping a child. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's crazy, man. That's nuts. So Gaskins was paroled again in November 1968. Upon his release, Gaskins moved to the town of Sumter and began working with a roofing company. He got a lot of chances, man. A lot of chances. A lot. Stays employed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this dude is gainfully job, employed every yeah. time he gets out. Yep. So is Ga- he white? Yeah, this dude is white. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? I mean, I thought so, but I just wanted to make sure. Kidding me? Like, this is nuts. He worked on a plantation and all this stuff, and they didn't kill him for raping a child? Oh, man. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot more sense. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I thought so. So Gaskin's first non-prison-related murder victim was a hitchhiker whom he, whom he tortured and murdered in September 1969 before sinking her body in a swamp. Oh, my God. In his memoirs... He wrote a book? Yeah. <laughs> he wrote... This dude has lived a life, man. <laughs> 
This is like wrote, a Benjamin. This is like a really dark Benjamin Button movie. Yeah. So he wrote, "All I could think about is how I could do anything I wanted to her." Wow, that's really yep. that's terrifying. Yeah. This hitchhiker was to be the first of many he picked up and killed while driving around the coastal highways of America South, of the American South. Oh, so all that shit you said, and now he just uh, now he went ahead and became a serial killer yep. after all of that. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. So G- Gaskins classified these victims these victims as coastal kills. People, both male and female, whom he killed purely of pleasure, on average, approximately. Oh mm, shit. Approximately. <laughs> I can't say that it's word. The X man. Approximately. <laughs> approximately. I got you, fam. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> once, uh, once every six weeks. Then he went hunting to quill his uh feelings of bothersome bother bothersomeness. Mm. So he would kill about every like well, about a month and a half or so. Yeah. And then in between that if he got a little antsy he would just go hunt something. Yep. Wow. Yep. So he just had a blood a bloodthirst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. So I guess he did it for I guess it was a smart move for him not to make it so hot. So I need to I need I'm gonna just yeah, do like, something oh, else. It's not that time that, yet. He yeah. got circled just on his calendar. It like it's yep. not it's not it's not killing day yet. I'll go kill a deer. Yeah. Until Chris, Christmas Day. Yep. Wow. But it's crazy. All the stuff you didn't read to me, you kind of see the. I mean, the foundation that laid for this person to just be a terrible, awful person. Yeah. He had no. He had no chance of being anything but that. Really, he's raped. What the first time he went to prison, he was raped co- consistently. Like, yeah. Uh, like like on routine. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was raped again. Then he had to kill for raping. Yeah. I mean, then he had to kill to not be raped. Then he's a rapist too. Then his mom hated him. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Wow. Five two. Five two and fine two from the um. Dad had to throw that one in there, didn't you? Couldn't help yourself. I was I was thinking about that for the whole time. Every time you said five two, I had to I had to say it. So he tortured and mutilated his victims while attempting to keep them alive for as long as possible. He confessed to killing these victims using a variety of methods, including stabbing, Mm. suffocation, mutilation, and even claimed to have cannibalized some of them. He later confessed to killing. 80 to 90 such victims. Nah, those couldn't have been corroborated. I would have heard of this dude. Yeah, yeah. The although kid. his claims have have to... Wait, although his claims to have committed any coastal kills have never been corroborated. Mm-hmm. In his memoirs, Gaskin, Gaskin's claims to have committed coastal kills every six weeks, yet contradicts this claim later in the book by stating he felt the overpower, overpowering need to seek out and commit a coastal kill by the 10th date of each calendar month. The 10th date. Oh, so that's shorter than six weeks. Yeah. I mean, look, we could in two years hear about this guy yeah. in a New York Times article like we're hearing about Samuel Little. So I'm not going to say he is lying because I'm sure a lot of people said Samuel Little was lying when he was telling people in prison or whatever, whatever he, I'm sure he told somebody he was killing a bunch of women Yeah, and they didn't believe him. So I don't know. Maybe he did. I shit. It's possible. Now, what I will say is Samuel Little was got away for, got away for, uh, Samuel Little also was a fucking boxer and he killed all women and he was strong enough to hit them and knock them the fuck out. Yeah. Now I'm going to feel really silly if, if I end up getting killed by a dude that's five two after what I'm about to say, but he said he killed men and women. A five two hundred and thirty pound man is not killing me if he didn't shoot me. A five two hundred and thirty pound man is not strangling me. I'm gonna say that with confidence. Like bust you upside the head with a brick behind you. I guess so. 
I guess. Put on his, I guess put on his, uh, again, he, his, he, he, his, he is pretty crafty. He he's pretty Air, sneaky. He put on his Air Jordans. Yeah. Well, he was Reebok and, pumps. And his he probably wears like a size three shoe. So you're not even really. Those don't I, take up much surface area. I'm talking about the ground. The 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 ability those shoes give you to creep, to jump. Oh, to jump. I yeah. was saying more like his feet are so small, they probably don't really take up much surface area. So he probably doesn't make a lot of no- noise when he walks. So he could probably sneak up behind people. Yeah, probably. So it's probably. But he's 5'2, so he probably pumped them joints up, them Reebok pumps. Mm-hmm. And just a climb ball, a tree, and jump just out jumps. of a tree. Yeah. And just jump skywalks on your neck. and hit you in your head. That's true. I don't think a 5'2 person is killing me. So I have I have doubts about this person being able to kill 90. Or people. come behind you, kick you in the knees, mm. you drop. Also, also, he's 5'2", right. so he could go, hey, and then you turn around, and when you turn right around, you, you, don't even, you don't even see anybody. Because oh, when you're, you're, your line of vision, he, he's not even in it. He's down at your at your nipples. Yeah. So he's, hey, you turn around, there's nobody there. Yeah. Now, he, he he's your, your, your stomach is open, your chest is open, he could start stabbing you, he could kick you in the nuts, like you said. Yeah. Kick you in your shins, your shins are wide open, and you don't even, you're none the wiser, because you don't, you're like a ghost, he's like a ghost is doing this, because yeah. you can't see anybody. This is like a movie. Yeah, he's like the leprechaun. Yeah. You drop down, and then he like stabs you up in your chin, your neck. Yeah, oh yeah, that's terrifying. That's it. Yeah, that's dark, man. That's dark. Sorry, yeah. but... That's the way the word works. <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so in November 1970, Gaskins committed the first of his so-called serious murders, people whom he knew and killed for personal reasons. Mm. Calling them short. Yep. Stuff like Gaskins' that. first serious murder victim uh, was his own niece, Janice mm. Kirby, age 15, her friend Patricia Ann Osbrook, age 17, both of whom he beat to death after attempting to sexually assault them and supped, and supped her. Oh, wow. Other serious murders, serious murder victims were killed for a variety of reasons because they had mocked Gaskins, attempted mm-hmm. to blackmail him, owed him money. They thought he was a bitch. Yep, owed him money, allegedly stole from him, or because Gask- Gaskins had been paid to kill his victims. Yo, this dude might be the bagel boss. There's a video <laughs> of, a, of a dude, him in an argument with a dude who owed him money, mm-hmm. and it's funnier than all the videos. Because the dude like did something to his house or something like that. He's like, you want to take advantage of me? Because it's like Staten Island or something. Uh, you want to take advantage of me? Yo, you owe me money. I told you, pay me half the money. And he's like all small. <laughs> and the guy, it's just, nobody takes him seriously because yeah. he's little. I, I This dude is awful. But I understand because being introduced to the bagel boss mm. and being like, we shouldn't be promoting this dude. This dude is really sad and, and he's an asshole. Yeah. I see that short Napoleon man's complex. When it gets bad. When it's not, you're not just laughing it off, the shit yeah. can get dark. Yeah. And this dude it was over it. But also, I take back what I said because this isn't just some five, 230-pound dude. This dude's been to prison and yeah. been hardened by the system and yeah. had to kill. So this isn't, dude, just a, this isn't just like a little dude who works at Starbucks. No. That dude couldn't kill me. This dude is rough. Five, yeah, three, this is a this rugged... Dude. This is... He, yeah, he, he will kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy would. Yeah. A barista at Starbucks who's 5'2 and 130 pounds? No. Have you ever seen a video of the little short guy? He's like a little Indian guy. He's really short. You know, he'd be little, fighting people. Little. little, little. You short. talking about the little shirtless man? Is he shirtless? He's <laughs> really small and he'd be fighting people. But that you're talking about from the movies. That's not from. It's not from. It's not a movie. It's like a real person. It's a real person. I thought yeah. you were talking about. There's like this 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 famous Bollywood star. The videos used to be popular back in the day. He was real small. He'd have nunchucks and little uh, Bruce Lee. No, pants. I know what you're talking about. He didn't want. Don't he dance? Yeah. Yeah. Not him. Not, not him. Not oh, okay. Who are you talking about? 
If it's, I'm gonna try to look up the video. Okay, cool. I want to see that. Um, yeah. So where was I? Oh yeah. So uh, he owed money and uh, people that owed him money. Yeah. And allegedly stole from him, or because Gaskins had been paid to kill his victim. He was a hitman too. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. It, it's another part. That this gets is crazy. like fucked up Forrest Gump. Like yeah. he just did. He's done everything. Yeah. So unlike his coastal kills, Gaskin wow. simply executed these victims, usually by shooting them before burying them around the coastal areas of South Carolina. In 1973, he committed Jesus one Christ. of his more gruesome murders when he raped and murdered two of his neighbors, oh. Doreen Dempsey, who was age 23, and, and who was eight months pregnant. Oh my God. Yeah, and, her, and her two-year-old daughter. He raped a two-year-old child? Yeah. Um, so nobody suspected Gaskins Jesus Christ, was a sadistic man. serial killer. Of course. That's what they all Fuck, said. man. But there was some who knew that he was prepared to commit murder for a reasonable reward. On February 1975, a woman named Suzanne Kipper owns... Oh, wait, what? Oh, her name was Suzanne Kipper Owens hired Gaskins <laughs> to kill her boyfriend. What? I just don't... Oh, this being a hitman? Yeah. <laughs> I guess by this point, he probably had some muscle on him. Maybe he had like a teardrop tattoo. He, I'm just picturing like a little skinny 5'2 man and you this being the person you hire to kill somebody. Yeah. And him being like, you know, I need 1500 up front and then another 1500 after the job is done. I don't think it's And his head's deep. like... <laughs> I, <laughs> He's in the chair, but like just his eyes are coming over the table, mm. and you're on the other side of the table. That's what I'm picturing. I'm sure he's a lot more intimidating than that. But I just, I mean, so just hitman. Yeah. He's been married. Yep. He's a rapist. He's a murderer. He's a serial killer. He's a carna a carny. He yeah. worked at a carnival. Yep. He worked on roofs. Yeah. And on plantations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how I've never heard of this person. He's a hitman now, though. So. So yeah, so uh, she hired Gaskins to kill her boyfriend Silas Barnwell Yates in order to cover up the murder. Gaskins ended up ended up killing four more times. Oh, he did the DC sniper shit. Yeah, to yep. make it look like it's just a string of murders yep. and random. He was already killing people, so I don't think it was a cover up. Wow. It was just he can use this for an excuse, I guess. Yeah, this dude would definitely kill me. I take back what I said. Yeah. So Gaskins was. Um, he did some other shit too. It was kind of smart. I guess you have you have to be smart to pull that off. But I get to it. Gaskins was arrested on November 14, 1975, when a criminal associate named Walter Neely confessed to police that he had witnessed Gaskins killing Dennis mm. Bellamy. He snitched on this crazy age, motherfucker. Yep, age 28, and Johnny Knight, age 15. Neely confessed to police that Gaskins had confided in him to having killing several people whom he had been listed as. Mi- who had been listed as missing persons during the previous five years and and had indicated to um, him where they were buried. So he was just telling us, man. So yeah, I mean, cool. you know. But again, this is another thing like I was talking about when I did my story about the demonic stuff is I would imagine this dude runs in a circle of other criminals. I so I guess it makes more sense that he would be... I'm just saying nobody, none of the people that I consider friends would think to come to me and say... Hey man, you know I killed fifteen people and they're buried. <laughs> like it's if you're in the circle, it makes yeah. more sense. Mm. But when I first, whenever I hear of they were going around telling people, I'm like, who are you? Who are you telling this to? And and you think they're not gonna t- call the police? Yeah. Who do you think isn't gonna call? He thought that person wasn't gonna call the police. I imagine. Maybe subconsciously yeah. he wanted to go to the prison. But I would imagine when he 
said that he didn't think he was going to call the police. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, so on December 4th, 1975, Gaskins led police to land to land he owned in Prospect, where police discovered the bodies of eight of his victims. Oh, wow. Yep. Gaskins was tried on eight charges of murder on May 24th, 1976, found guilty on May 28th, and sentenced to death, which was later commuted to life in prison. When the South Carolina General Assembly's 1974 ruling on capital punishment was changed to conform the U.S. Supreme Court guidelines for the death penalty in other states. That's 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 what I was talking about. Yeah, yep. So on September 2nd, 1982, Gaskins committed another murder for which he earned a title of the meanest man in America. By who? Like a newspaper? I guess. Now, he's, he's in prison at this point. Uh-huh. Yep. So while incarcerated in the high security block at the South Carolina Correctional Institution, Gaskins killed a death row inmate named Rudolph Tyner. Tyner, who had received his sentence for killing an elderly couple during a burglary, um, during a oh wait during a bungled armed robbery for mm. their for their store in Barges. So Gaskins was hired to commit this murder by Tony Simo, the son of Tyner's victims. Wow. Yep. Yo, this dude. Do you? I need to. I'm gonna look up a picture of him after yeah. this. Cause that's not a person in prison hired him to commit a jail yep. hit. So the person he killed killed somebody's parents. Killed his body's parents, and no, the parents that, that was killed, their family or his son, uh-huh. hired him to kill the guy who killed his. Parents. I've never seen that show Prison Break, but I imagine that kind of stuff happens in Prison Break. No. No. Oh, mm-hmm. it happens in Oz. Which I don't recommend anybody watch. That show is so graphic. It's still, mm. oh my god! You want to think like you, you all the stuff that you read about this dude's life in prison and everything mm-hmm. like that is what people what Oz is what made people fear going to prison the most because it was a TV show that it was not. Orange is the New Black is kind of like oh prison's fun sometimes and it's yeah. a joke. Oz was like no, there's people in here. They will rape you. Mm. There's Nazis in here. They will stomp your teeth out of your mouth. You can get murdered. People will throw boiling hot oil in your face if you talk to them wrong. Prison is not a joke. And what you just described to me sounded like three episodes of Oz. That's nuts. Don't. I mean, it's good, but it's, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't want to watch men be raped in prison and stabbed and horribly tortured. You don't need to watch it. But it is really good. It's very accurate. Yeah, so... um... Yeah, the son of Tyner's victims hired him. So Gaskins initially made several unsuccessful attempts to kill Tyner by lacing his food and drink with poison before he um, opted to use explosives to kill him. Wait, what? Yeah. So this is like a, he's like a hitman. Yeah. He's like the mechanic. This dude's like Jason deal. Statham or yeah, man. the hitman from the video game. He would mash up some arsenic in your peas and slide it to you and, you know... And, and then it looks like you just died by accident. Yeah, dude's real. I thought he just like stabbed people in the shower or something. Nah. He was like He's doing strategic. shit where yeah. oh the chandelier, loosen the chandelier, it falls on you and it fell on you and it looks like the chandelier is an accident. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I mean dude, Explosives. Dude, serious, yep. In prison. Yep. That's wild. Yep. Oh, so I'm gonna wow. tell you how he did it. Yep. So yeah, so he opted to use explosives to kill him. To accomplish this, what do you think he did? Now he's in prison. Explosives, I would imagine he used some kind of like a cleaning chemicals bomb, but I, I don't, that's that's my guess. It's some He has to know about chemicals, okay. cleaning products or something. All right. So to, to accomplish this, um, Gaskins rigged a device 
similar to a portable radio, in Tyner's cell and told Tyner that he would allow them to communicate between, between cells. So when, Ty, when Tyner followed Gaston's instructions to hold a speaker uh, with a C4 plastic explosive unbeknownst to him to his ear at the agreed time, what? Gaskins detonated the explosive and from his own cell brains and killed Tyner. Man, is this <laughs> is this the Jason Statham movie? Is this real? Yeah, it's real. Did you look up? This is a real person. Yeah, that's crazy. He's holding it. Yeah, man, we're going. So we're going. I mean, walkie-talkies. Hold it up. Hold you holding it up. Yeah. And then he pressed the button on his cell side. Yeah. What year is this? 1970. 19. This is 1982. Man. Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I believe that. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yep. He made a bomb. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, you know, he made a Molotov cocktail or something uh-huh. like that. He made a bomb. He made a C4 bomb, strapped that joint to that uh, radio speaker. And detonated it. And, and tricked him into holding it up to his head. Yeah. And we, de- hey, we going to talk. You know, we can talk between cells. Hold it up close now. Yeah. Get it close, right up on your eardrum. Yeah. And then blew him, blew him up. Blew his shit up. Man. Yep. I'm going to need... What's his name? Um... Donald Ga- Gaskins. Donald Gaskins. Cause that this is this is nuts. You didn't just descri- that sounds like the scene from The Longest Yard. This this dude sounds yeah. it sounds like he inspired like every movie that's ever been made. The Hitman. <laughs> this that's crazy. Yep. That is crazy. Yeah. Hitman, Carney, rapist, serial killer, Donald Gaskins. I'm gonna have to look up like a real podcast. We know we, you know, we do podcasting and it's it's yeah. fun. I'm need, this sounds like this could be a two season podcast. Yeah, that's just about Donald Gaskins. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah. So yep. So um, Gaskins detonated the explosive from the cell and killed Tyner. That's nuts. He later said the last thing that he, who was Tyner, heard was me laughing. And then he's on the other end like, <laughs> you laughing over there, Gaskins? <laughs> We're best friends. <laughs> Is it working yet? What else you got to do? You want me to hold it up closer? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That's crazy. Gaskins was uh, tried for the for the Tyner's murder and sentenced to death. He was already, he was in, already, in, he's already in anyway. So while on death row, Gaskins told his life story to a journalist named Walton Walton Earl. He claimed to ha- claimed to having committed between 100 to 110 murders, including that of uh, Margaret Peg Catino, who was a 13-year-old um, daughter of the of then South Carolina State Senator James Catino Jr. Wow. Yeah. Check this out. If that's if this is true, because this is all this hasn't <laughs> been corroborated, and I'm after hearing this, it could this could be the next Samuel Little story of you know we did the DNA tested it or whatever. The only difference is I'm assuming he got put to death. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's kind of a shame because a lot of people are left on a cliff. But he's taking credit for killing senators, 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 kids. Yeah. And all these hit assassinations and raping and side of the road shit. I mean, if this is if this dude really is this person and did these things, I don't see how it's not possible that he could have killed a hundred and something people. There's hitmen that we'll never know about that work for these cartels. That have killed hundreds of people, hmm. you know, and put them in barrels of of of, of lye and acid, and, and they're gone. So if this dude's in the hitman field and gives it up like the, how you've described, uh, he sounds like a genius hitman. Is he could have killed a hundred plus people? Yeah, 
That's nuts, man. Yeah, so it said that Gaskins... Uh, Wait, I read that. So while on death row... Oh, I read that too. Yeah, so he killed the senator's kid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He claimed. However, yeah, however, law enforcement sources found that his claims is, are impossible to verify. But not false. Yeah, but not false. Yep. Hey, man, it's possible. Yep, so Gaskins was executed on September 6, 1991, which is like a month after I was born. Yeah. At 110 You could have inherited his spirit inside of you. Mm, hell no. You know, reincarnation. No, nah, he was the... <laughs> I'm not 5'2", so... <laughs> That already cancels that. <laughs> He's the bagel boss. <laughs> that already cancels that. Somebody yeah, look up true. how old the bagel boss is. He probably, probably like mid forties. Oh, then never mind. Yeah. What if he was twenty eight? That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he was the fourth person to die um, in the electric chair after the death penalty was reinstated in South Carolina, nineteen seventy seven. Only hours before he was um, escorted to the electric chair um, at Broad River Correctional Institution. Gaskins tried to commit suicide by slitting his wrist with a razor blade he swallowed the previous week. Oh! The previous week. So he shot it out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Ugh. He's crazy, man. So he just didn't want them to kill him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he God. coughed it up. Oh! Oh! Yep. Oh, God! Oh my god. My throat hurts. I'm gonna have a nightmare about that tonight. Yeah. Oh fuck. What if it would have came up like the way where the blade is 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 facing? I don't know how that like works. Nose he, way. he said he swallowed a week ago. I seen David Blaine do all kind of shit, man. It's David Blaine? Body control. The magician. Was he he's an actor? No, he's a magician. David Blaine. What are you saying? Is that the is that the uh He's a magician. What are you not hearing? He has the black he has the black hair. Uh-huh. Man, come on now. What? I saw him he regurgitated a frog. Alright, man. What are you I'm gonna move on. I don't understand <laughs> what are you, Why are you why are you saying it like that? Really? A magician? He's a magician. Alright, man. What are you saying? I don't understand what it what? My point wasn't that I believe that he's actually magic. Yeah, My point was that, that he has point. body control of his of his his gastric system he swallowed his frog backstage and it was in his stomach and then when he went out on stage with Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. he regurgitated the frog out but he was talking the, fl- the frog wasn't in his mouth and then he's out there and he goes and then the frog comes out of his body is my point yeah. I wasn't saying it was magic I'm just uh, saying he, he say. controlled his body right. that's what I'm saying about how he could have a razor blade in his stomach for a week and then that's not a frog it though it's a razor blade you get I, caught on some some shit in your body and stuff. I understand all that, but it could have been in a baggie. I don't think he's <laughs> what smart. He blew up a dude with a clock radio. I was gonna say smart, but I don't, oh. I don't think he's going to go through all that. What? Hey, I don't know what this dude's gonna go through. This started off as a story of a dude who worked at a carnival, and you now you he's been turned into the Sicario. Yeah. So I don't know what he's capable of. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he swallowed the razor blade. Um, he coughed it up, and his last words were, um, "I'll let my lawyers my lawyers do the talk." Do the talking for me. I'm ready to go. And that was the last thing he said. So that worked? No, I think he got it. Oh, they patched him up and then they killed him. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. Yep. Donald Gaskins. Yep. So that's my first murder of Donald Henry Gaskins. Wow. A.K.A. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Donald Pee-wee Haskins. Yep. That was a, wow. That was a doozy. Jeez, man. Yeah. Any questions? Fuck. No, I don't have any questions, man. Fuck, man. That's nuts. Yeah. 
every time, man, we've been doing this podcast and, you know, we're trying to show people that you should be afraid of everybody and everybody's fucked up. Well, and you don't be afraid of them. But these these white dudes, man, he they got... five 5'2 and still kill you. 5'2 and fine 2. Alright. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into these good vibes and bring this shit to a wrap because I'm trying to play my Pokemon Switch. Y'all taking up my time. I don't got time for y'all. Y'all getting, <laughs> y'all getting on my damn nerves with all this. want to talk about, uh, you know... Uh, good vibes and shit the world is not a good place but we're gonna give you these good vibes you know just just to disprove that i lie i'm joking y'all you know you know i'm just playing around let's get these good vibes That's right, folks. Welcome to another segment of Good Vibes. We're here to put those positive vibrations into you, get you high, uh, operating on that higher frequency, and get you ready to go out and conquer the world. Fran, do you want to give the folks the good vibes, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I don't know if I want to call this a good vibes. It's not like nothing crazy happens. It's just like, okay. I'm going to read it, and I want you to give me your take on it. Oh, it's just the thing about the um, slavery plantation owners? No, and no, our, no, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. I'd love to hear. I'd love to actually. I want to throw this out there. I just want. To, I don't want it to turn into nothing crazy, but I just want to see if we can get a conversation going on the Facebook group. There's recently a story about somewhere in Carolina or something like that. Former slave, the descendants of slave owners and the descendants of slaves have been meeting up at this yeah. old plantation or something like that and just kind of hashing it out, hugging yeah. it out, what they apologizing. Like, like a link up page or something. Yeah, <laughs> like a Facebook group or something. I don't know. It's like a one of those meets, a Facebook meetup. Yeah. I don't know or something like that. And just kind of hashing it out. Look, my dad, you're stoning your dad. It's yeah. cool, right? Um, I neither of us wanted to do that as a good right. vibe story because I just didn't. It was one of those things where it's like I don't think it's bad, but I don't like it either. Yeah, it was one of those. It made me do that. Like, uh, uh, is this good? Yeah. I don't know. It's not bad, but I don't. It doesn't make. It doesn't put a smile on my face when I read it, no. and that's what good vibes is for me. When I read, when I read that, I didn't go, "Oh, that's so cool." I was like, "Uh, all right, I guess if that works for you." So I'd love to hear people's thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, planta- uh former sl- descendants of slaves and descendants of slave owners meeting up at an old plantation and just kind of shooting the shit, you know, bring some cookies and talk it out, mm-hmm. you know, talk about owning people and things like that. Uh, friend, sorry, yeah. back to you. Yeah, so park rangers and local citizens were left scratching their heads in confusion after a a beloved one-ton boulder known effectively, I'm sorry, affectionately, affectionately, mm-hmm. <laughs> as uh, Wizard Rock. Wizard Rock. Wizard Rock, yeah. Mm. Went missing from its resting place last month. Oh, no. And they were equally as surprised when it sud- suddenly reappeared one week later. Christ? I don't. I read this and I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> you picked it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but it's like that's why I want to hear your take on it. It's like, is that a good? Do you think? Listen, here's, a bold, a well, one t- <laughs> here's what I say. Here's what I say. It's interesting. It's philosophical, I guess. Yeah, you can't quantify what people, what how much love and affection people put into something. You sure. know what I mean? So if this boulder meant a lot to this town, that's not what I meant though. Oh, like meant, how it happened? Do you think? It was God? This one-ton rock disappeared. Uh-huh. And then it reappeared again. I told you that, uh, oh, you know, David Blaine can do stuff with his lungs or his uh, chest. And you looked at me like I just told you uh, I, I just saw a man fly through the window. So, um, no. But that's I possible, don't. though. 
What's possible? What you just said? A man flying past the window? No. <laughs> Talking about a David f- Blaine? Yeah. Why'd you look at me like that? Because I thought you were saying it was that magic. magic. Well, you're asking me if a boulder but magically magic- disappeared. Yeah. What are you asking? Magic, right? If do you it disappeared? Think, do you think that actually? I think somebody stole it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> know. No, I- no, Fred. I don't think it magically disappeared and then it magically reappeared. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. You know I'm a 27 years old, right? Oh no, <laughs> not a child. Uh, no, I don't think it. No, no, uh, no. I, I shouldn't be laughing. Like, <clears throat> no, um, uh, no, I don't think the um, the boulder magically disappeared. And the, the wizard rock. The wizard. I don't think the wizard. Oh, 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 oh. You. Oh, I forgot that part. That's the you name didn't say of it was it. wizard in the name. I did hmm, say it. Damn. The wizard rock. Let me rethink what I was saying. It is wizard in the name. So. Uh, I mean, I guess it's possible if it is a wizard rock. Oh, man. I, I guess we'll never know. I mean, I don't... So it says possible, the, I guess? It says the boulder, uh, which had distinct stripes and swirls of white quartz Probably running through it... where it gets its power from. Um, ...is a common landmark mm-hmm. in Brescott, uh, Basin, Arizona. Mm. When it suddenly disappeared... A lot of Native, lot of Native Americans out in uh, Arizona. Yeah, when mm, it suddenly mm, disappeared from mm, Prescott National Park, mm, rangers say they have no idea how someone could have moved it without being caught. Mm, must be magic. So permits are required to gather and remove most forest products, including mm-hmm. rocks and minerals, firewood, plants, and trees, okay. but no permits were issued for the removal of the wizard rock. Mm, so yeah, probably, yeah, probably magic. So Prescott... Um, Rangers posted pleas to social media and local news outlets asking for the boulder's return. Mm. Then just suddenly, as it disappeared, it reappeared in its original spot one week later Hmm. during Halloween night. Oh, you didn't even mention that it was on Halloween night. This was the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So after Prescott National Park employee Mm. discovered the boulder's return... The following morning, they celebrated its return and chalked the strange incident up to magic. Oh, so they're all dumbasses then? You said it, not me. So they just were like, I guess it was magic because that's the only thing that makes any sense. It disappeared by magic. What if they just was going to the wrong area? I was going to say that. Because <laughs> the, peop- the group of people that goes, well, I guess this was just magic, probably were going to the wrong spot where they thought the rock was. And then oh god! To, and then they went to the right spot. I believe uh, that before I believe it's magic. And that's not to you. That's to the people in Arizona. I didn't mean to raise my voice at you right there, man. I'm, I'm not trying to send this energy to you. But this isn't. This is no. This this those are these vibes are making me angry because magic is not real. They think a one ton boulder. The thing that makes me mad is the thing that makes me mad is that this made the news. And then at the end of the news article, the the guy who they quoted was like. I don't know. I guess it was just magic. All right, thanks for coming out, guys. Bye. Yeah. That's the end of the story? Yeah. I guess it was just magic because we don't have any cameras up, and it's not possible that, oh, well, you need a permit to move stuff, so nobody would move something without a permit, yeah. you know, like, illegally. Who yeah. moves things illegally? And then it reappears and they throw a party. So it, it wasn't illegally moved because you need a permit to move things. You can't just move things illegally. Yeah. You need a permit. You physically can't touch something unless you have a permit. That's for one. And for two... We don't know any other thing, so it, it must have been magic. So yeah. that's the end of the it had story. To be magic. Wow. Thanks for the goodbyes, <laughs> friends. Uh, <laughs> that made me feel great. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, my goodbye story this week is about two sisters who raised more than five thousand dollars to buy Thanksgiving meals for families in need. Mm. 
For the third year in a row, two sisters in North Carolina are raising money to provide meals for families that cannot afford Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. Now, if you know anything about buying food for Thanksgiving, it can get up there in price. Yeah. A quality butterball turkey, you want you a nice 14, 16 pounder, mm. you know, you're going to kick off some money. Then you get all the sides, the fixings. If you got to buy, you know, uh, some kind of, you know, napkins and plates and shit with turkeys on them. Yeah. Then you got to have the kids' table, the adults' table. Mm-hmm. You know, If you don't have just fold down tables lying around, you got to take a trip to Lowe's. They got that honey ham. You got the honey ham, you know, all the different types of meats, you know, cranberry sauce in a can. These things are all small things. Cranberry but then, sauce is delicious. Did you see that, that poll cranberry about cranberry sauce is the least favorite? Uh, oh, I believe that. Cranberry sauce is. Cranberry sauce is delicious. I mean, disgusting. It's delicious, right. No, I, <laughs> it's right. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> You're exactly right. Cranberry sauce is disgusting. I didn't mean to say that. Cranberry sauce is disgusting. My mom does sauerkraut for Thanksgiving. Hate sauerkraut, too. I would say yeah. those are tied for t- first place for yeah. me. The worst. <laughs> Disgusting. I hate them. Uh, so, I, yeah, no, they're terrible. Um, but these girls are like, you know, you want cranberry sauce? Whatever you want, it's on us. Boom. So uh, Alex, who is nine years old, and Caroline, who is six years old, raised enough money to provide Charlotte Rescue Mission uh, with 130 Thanksgiving food boxes and 50 turkeys. 50 of them thangs. Pulled up with the truck, lifted the folding thing up. Yeah. Boom. Grab a butterball. Uh-huh. Uh, this year, this year I'm handing out turkeys like Nino Brown, baby. Uh, this year they will be able to provide CRM with meals for 200 local families. Mm. The little girl said, "We want to give a, we want to give a huge heartfelt thank." Oh no, I'm sorry. This is the people from the from the um the fam- one of the families. We want to give a huge heartfelt thank you to everyone who helped Alex and Caroline. Oh, I thought you was like reading like little girl's voice. No, <laughs> that's just me. I'm a grown up. That's just my voice. <laughs> we want to thank we want, we want to we want to give a heartfelt thank you to everyone who helped Alex and Caroline meet and meet and absolutely crush their goal of feeding fifty families in need this Thanksgiving. This is from their mom, who wrote on their GoFundMe page. Mm-hmm. She said their work from their lemonade stand, which is how they made the money. Mm. Their lemonade stands and bake sales has earned them eleven hundred and forty-two dollars, which puts them just shy of five thousand dollars. With your generous donations, I told you, man. Must these kids, good lemonade. These kids are doing well. It's just like you. Everybody wants to be a part of a cause, man. If you're a cute kid or a cute teenager or you whatever, now's the time. Get on Instagram, make a video on Twitter. Mm-hmm. People will come and buy your shit, man. You know how many people I saw saying when Popeye's Chicken first came out, people were like, "Man, if y'all want to not wait in line all day, you should support this local, you know, black business. They make a chicken sandwich. It's just a video of the person making a chicken sandwich." And business went up, even if it's just a small percentage. You ride the wave. Yeah. You want to give charity? You want to be charitable to people? Make a video. Hey guys, that's me doing a kid now. Okay. Hey guys, it's me, <laughs> Alex and Caroline. You want life like lemonade? Come get some lemonade at Alex, Alex, Alex and Caroline like lemonade stand. Who was that supposed to be? Like a deaf person? No, you know, kids got like um, speech impediments and stuff. You know, you never seen a uh, you know kids that say like, "Oh, where's the waddle?" I hate those kids. No. <laughs> I hate them. Hate them. Isn't their voice? I just hate that speech impediment because it feels like they're trying to be cute. There's oh, some speech. My imp- goodness, there's some man. speech impediments that I'm like, that's a thing. You're, you're, you have a lateral lisp or something like that. But uh, somebody being like, I'm hungry. Get out of my face. <laughs> 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 what? If I'm, I don't, don't want to go into it, man. But it's it's a thing for me. I, it, it really. I'm, I've 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 rolled my eyes at children who have spoken to me. That might have been like one that. of the funniest things I heard all day, man. Uh, I've what? rolled my eyes at children oh who, have, goodness, who have spoken man. to me like that. <laughs> I don't hear Sophia going around talking like that. I'm th- That's hilarious. I'm thirsty. Man, listen. 
<laughs> get out of my face. Well, this is how they talk. No, but it's like them trying to be cute, man. I know right. it's what it is. It's All like right. when you when it's like if a, if a kid has an R in their name and they write the R backwards. You know that's not how the R goes, Robert. <laughs> oh, my R is backwards. I'm cute. Put their finger in their cheek. Oh, dimples. Fuck out of my face. Anyway, these two adorable kids, Alex and Caroline, back to the story. Good vibes. Uh, the Thanksgiving food boxes cost approximately $20 each. They contain green beans, corn, sweet, cream. That's Shirley Caesar. They contain greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Uh, they contain green beans, corn, sweet yams, cranberry sauce, stuffing, rice, pot. Stuffing. Oh, this yeah. This is more than I'm getting on Thanksgiving. Damn. Stuffing, rice, pie crust, and filling. Pie crust. A baking pan. Yeah, you make, you make your sweet potato pie. For oh, dessert, okay. you get dessert, too. Oh, okay. A uh, pie crust, uh, filling, and a baking pan, and a frozen turkey. What's filling? Like potato. Uh, you know, whipped potato, whipped apple. I don't uh, know. I don't know what apple. Kind of, I'm not, <laughs> not whipped, like the fuck is like that? a can of like apple, like like a can of apple. Man, apple filling, pie filling. That's filling. Oh, filling in the pie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why are you making it so difficult then? <laughs> I didn't think say? I did. You're like filling. What's filling? Use pie crust. Baking I thought this pan, was like I thought filling. Was, I thought, filling. I don't know. Blueberry pie. I thought that was like an extra side or something. Filling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like a now, let me get an extra scoop of filling on my. <laughs> let me get some stuffing, some potatoes, some filling. <laughs> no, no, it's filling for a pie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Fisher family buys all the food from their local grocery store and packs the boxes themselves. Mm. We are hoping to recruit some help from the neighbors to pack the boxes this year, rent out a truck. And deliver the food by November 23rd, their mother explained. Mm. So shout out to Alex and shout out yeah. to Caroline. Nine and six out here doing for others, man. I yeah. think that's beautiful. Make a difference in whatever way that you can. It doesn't have to be $5,000, but it's it's getting cold outside. If you got money and you go to, you know, former mills or, you know. Uh, former mills. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Uh, I don't uh, know. Marshalls. I don't know. You go to, go to whatever, man. You go to Marshalls, something. Get some, I'm trying to say something nice. You go to Marshalls, former mills, if you still have one around you, buy a couple of extra I jackets. I hope not. <laughs> hold, up, hope. What we're not hold up. What we're not going to do is act like former mills didn't hold us down in a time of need and make that make that first week of school clothes money stretch. When? In 08? Nah, that was more like 05 for me. <laughs> I had a sh- I had a shirt that had shoelaces on it. You tie the shoes on the shirt. Yeah, I know. The girls would come. Oh, are those Timberlands? Let me tie a knot on your shoes. So former Mills held us down, and uh, when we only mom only had sixty dollars of school yeah, clothes man. money, I could get one hundred twenty dollars worth of school clothes yeah. stuff from uh, former Mills. Former Mills, just like a di- like Dickies. a drug dealer. Yeah, I got a Dicky Dicky suit. Yeah. How many kids you ever seen walking in a Elementary, uh, element, uh, middle school with a, a khaki dicky suit on. Yeah, I with mean, the this one is, button up top. This done. Is, I was about to say that. Yeah. You know, we did that. I mean, this is going to tangent, but we did. I was fly. That. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I was fly. The white t shirt under it. Yeah, what? I look top. like the game. Like a cholo. Yeah, I should. You, you laughing. I think I would do that now. I wouldn't. Anyway, I would, I would not do that. Anyway, the point is, go out, go to a former mills, a, a, a Marshalls, buy a couple extra coats. You know, get some from yeah. the clearance rack, and you know, keep some coats in your trunk. If a homeless person rolls up on you, if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable giving them money, one thing that I'll say: sometimes you don't want to, you don't feel comfortable giving a homeless person money because you don't know what they're gonna do with it. I'm the kind of person that's like, look, man, they have a rough life. If they want to put it in their arm, if they're mm-hmm. gonna buy food with it, whatever it is, I just want to give them something to let them know, hey, yeah. man, I see you. Mm-hmm. This is for you. But if you don't have cash, but you got a trunk full of some cheap coats, you know, they might not be nothing to you, but to a person who is cold and is outside. 
any layer can help. Pop the trunk on them and give them a coat. You know, that's a hundred dollars. That's a hundred dollars right there. You buy five coats from former Mills or Marshalls. Yeah, and I'm doing that if they've been out there all year. Heat. There's snow. people that I see on my on my route to work. There's that's homeless there people that I'm okay. like, this dude is out here. I seen a dude that lives on my route out, uh, trying to get money. Stop! Don't eat. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Like in I a house. Said, yes. I was like, no, this move, guy. Move is your not. pop filter from your mic back a bit. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's no problem. <laughs> I was like, no, this guy's not out here. Like you're like, that's Kevin. Yeah. And he has like a he had like a sign? Like or? a sign. Clean. Stop. Had like a jeans uh outfit on. I'm done with you. This has been <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, the holidays are coming up. Look, man. Uh, oh god. You know, donate, get some go to donate to a canned food drive, get some extra coats, whatever, you know. Um I one of the most rewarding things I did a few years ago with Sierra it was really fun. Um, I might look into being able to do it again. We did um, like kind of like a Secret Santa, mm. but in a warehouse. Like we, the kids have their wish lists, mm. and you put together their uh, box. Uh, the, you deli- the, the boxes will be delivered. Mm. They're you know it's like UNICEF. Okay. So they go. I want a Barbie doll, a CD player, uh, a Space Jam DVD. I don't know, a basketball, mm. and that's their wish list. And you try to get as many. You put in whatever, but okay. if you you try to hit as many of the things on the list as you can, mm-hmm. and although I didn't get to give the boxes to the kids, mm-hmm. the idea that I was putting together the the, the you know the well, package from Santa Claus, yeah, that's a, that's yeah, it's from Santa, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. I'm just I'm like you know I want to get the reward, I want to feel that, yeah, me too. too, me too. But it, but it felt good to do the to just do that, mm-hmm. you know, to know oh this kid has four CD player, and then you're in a warehouse full of stuff. Mm-hmm. You might not find it, but when you do. It's you like, oh my god! This kid, when he wakes up, he's gonna have a Nerf gun, and he asked for one, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt really good to do that. And we all had um, elf hats on, mm-hmm. and even though there's no kids around, we're all just a bunch of adults in a warehouse. I never but liked it, that though. What? As a kid, and you go like, make a list of stuff you want, uh-huh. but you got to be realistic. Yeah. Like, oh man. No, I don't want us. I want a rocket ship. I want. Yeah. No. A house. Can you get me the can you get me the ball and the string and then it goes up, you flip it up in the cup? I'm not asking for that. Yeah. Those are the gifts you just get. Yeah. That's what parents want your Christmas list to be though. Yeah. The gifts that they're just gonna get you. Yeah. Like I was at the dollar store, here's the here's the the fake gun with the darts that load into the Mm -hmm. gun and you shoot one gun. I'm not asking for that. Yeah. Just get it. (laughs) My Christmas list is gonna be like whatever the big electronic thing is, I want that. And that'll just be the list. Yeah. You know that'd be it. I'd be happy with I, that. That's all I need. You give me the PlayStation Two for Christmas and a game. Yeah. A lot of times, parents because they don't know technology, they get you the game system, no game. Yeah. That was my best Christmas ever. <sighs> that was my. Ever. That was my worst. We're going on a tangent. But we're going oh, to go. Sorry. Anybody who's still anybody who's still checking in, we're going to leave you with. You know, we're going to do worst Christmases. I mean, I ain't seen you in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, but we, you know, <laughs> but you know, you know the story. But I'm going to tell yeah, it to yeah, the yeah. people. My best st- slash worst Christmas was. I think my mom was trying to send me to military school. And my mom can listen. My mom listens, so she, we'll, we'll have a conversation about it. I asked for an Xbox 360 for Christmas. Yeah. My mom, and, and maybe shit was rough. I, I don't know. That it was might like, have been, I, I remember the day that. It might have been It might have been a rough, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Moms, moms might have, it might have been yeah. a rough Christmas. Yeah. But I distinctly remember, I guess she thought I was playing her. I guess she thought I was dropping hands. I distinctly remember having a conversation with my mom like, you know what I hate? camo pants like I don't you know sometimes I have random brains so sometimes it should have just come up 
And I remember going, you know what I hate oh, um, so much? Yeah. Camo pants. And I think she was like, he thinks he's exactly. slick. I'm going to try to plant the seed in my brain. <laughs> I heard you. I got you. Christmas Day came. I got camo pants, a teen extreme Bible, <laughs> and uh, a clipper set. Uh, what was like that? Like to cut your hair. Oh, yeah. Like clippers. Oh, yeah. With guards and, and, and combs. I was like, do, I was like, do they want me to shave my head and, and go to boot camp and be a, a Christian? It was the most confusing, and I had to just, I had to open all that shit and be like, oh, th- thanks, thank you. Oh, thanks. did you ever use the clippers? No. <laughs> I was twelve. I might have kept until I was like maybe nineteen and shaved my balls. I didn't cut my hair. I don't trust my. I'm not gonna cut my hair. What the fuck does it look like? I pay people to cut my hair. I can't cut hair. Anyway, anyway, so that was that was that was Christmas. Maybe I got like a jacket or something else, and I had to be oh, like, man. thanks, guys. You, you dig it, the Xbox. My dad. Yeah. My dad, who that. at this time, my dad was, he was, he was a holiday dad, you know, um, those that, shout out to everybody out there who knows, you know, you see your, you don't see your dad a lot, but you know, on your birthday, on Christmas, he's going to give you an envelope full of money yeah. or something like that. He was one of those kind of dads. And his wife, I asked for an Xbox, mm-hmm. his wife, I went over to my grandmother's house, you know, family event, whatever for, for Christmas, like Christmas night. Yeah. So I had already opened up the Teen Extreme Bible in the... <laughs> Christmas was like, oh, whatever, oh. whatever. It's- oh, you you know, you know how your day is like. You you know, you ever had a day get done so early on in the day? You're like, I don't even. It doesn't even matter. I'm, I'm ready for bed. It's like 7 a.m. You're like, oh, let it be the 26. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want Christmas to be over with. I don't even give a shit anymore. It was one of those kind of days. So I went to my grandmother's house. You know, all the kids opening up. They already opened up their gifts. Oh. You see another kids like, I got uh, a CD player. You know, you like, what you, you know, get? <laughs> A Bible. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so you know, I'm sitting in the corner sulking like, oh, whatever. Oh, oh, did you get a? Did you get a? Did you get Xbox One? Oh, cool. That's I'm excited for you. Oh, that's great. And my, my stepmom showed up with my dad, and they mm-hmm. they they came through and was like, hey man, Merry Christmas, boom. And it was an Xbox 360 in there. Wow. And I'm talking about this was when the Xbox 360s came out. And like they were just, reselling yeah, them on yeah. on on uh when people were still using eBay and yeah. you couldn't just go get one. But she worked at Walmart, so mm, she tucked one. Yeah, that was big. So like when when I got my Xbox 360, nobody else at my middle school except for like three people had them. Mm. Not because they couldn't get, not their parents couldn't afford it. Yeah, because you couldn't get it. It was that kind of exclusive. So that ended up being the best slash worst Christmas because it was like in the final hour of it was like barely still Christmas. It was like nine o'clock at night. Yeah, and my dad came through with the Xbox, no games. Mm. So I just I just sat up all night that's, looking at the menu screen. Yeah, but that's all you needed though. But that's, I'll, I'll get, get a game part. eventually. Yeah, I get that's that's the big I can get my mom to get me a game. So you should return the damn camo pants. Yeah, she can take this camo <laughs> pants back that I told you I don't like. I told you to your face, I don't like these. I said it to you. I said it to your face. I said it, I hate these. She was like, you know how you sh- think, he fam? Think do you know how shocked I was to? Oh, you know when they wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> you know she gave me those likes. He thought I forgot when he told me. <laughs> When he tried to trick me and in, 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 inception my brain about camo pants, he thought I, you know, I can't wait to see how surprised he is yeah. when he sees that I remembered yeah. I that he actually she, loves camo pants. I think she thought she killed it when she got this. <laughs> was there? What I mean, were they like the uh, Ravens colors, like pink? No, I mean, purple, they were like white, army gray. military colors. 
Yo, Are you they got me. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate them. I hated them. I hate. I hated I them. So maybe you change your mind. No, I mean I like them now as an adult, but as a kid I was like, oh no, I hate those. So I, I mean, oh, I, she. Man. I'm sure she thought she bodied that. I feel bad because she probably thought. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I got them on that one. Yeah. But or maybe they thought they were gonna send me to boot camp. I genuinely think it's a chance that maybe they... it was a disguise though. Maybe your mom and dad planned that. Possible. So they gave me a shitty Christmas. They made me be a sad all day. <laughs> sad all day. Because and... <laughs> I'm sure you hey, completely mom, forgot hey, about. You, know what? you forgot about it after you got the Xbox. Yeah. Hey, moms. You know what? Shout out to you. Y'all. Y'all killed that. Y'all killed that. Well played. That was well played. <laughs> we gonna we we're just gonna say it was that. You know, they they tricked. It was all in cahoots. Yeah. Yep. All right, man, that's it. Uh, (laughs) This has been another episode of Affirmative Murder. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park